You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. You're listening to the Josh Adams Podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Yes, yes, After Dark. I'm a different guy right now. supposed to be involved in here uh this is a uh, july the 15th mm-hmm. um 2020 for the future when people need to go back and listen and find out where we at date wise that's where we at uh is detroit is different detroit is different after dark and i'm here with my co-host poetic brie what's up brie peace 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 it's good to be here tonight i know man we here we made it we here we made it everything's doing like it's supposed to go we live yeah it's saying we having trouble starting your live. I don't know what that means, so I'm going to go back and try it later. What you doing? You live yet? Yeah, I'm live. Hi, guys. Uh, I just got a couple of people in. Checking the connection. Tap in and say hey to me and Josh, guys. Hey, tap in and then share it. Y'all, y'all can share this and send it so other people can uh, be a part of what we got going on, man. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I said, we don't got no guests in studio today, so you know you can always jump on the live and uh, come on my live or just hop on Bree right. and come talk and be on the show and have, you know and, and let your voice be heard. Don't sit back in the cut and throw rocks and hide your hands. Come talk to us. Right. You know, the last time, the last couple of times we've been on here, I haven't really caught anybody from um, my feed, but today I think I want to pull somebody in. I'm going to learn how to do it. So if somebody wants to tap in, just be like, hey, I want to voice my opinion and I'm gonna call you in today guys for sure for sure for sure for sure so uh I know you got some stuff you want to talk about but we ain't gonna get into that part but how yo how since you last been on what's been (laughs) up with Bree what's been up with Bree work has been good um for those of you who don't know work or with it for those of you who don't know I work at an elementary school and we've been we've been preparing to Mm -hmm. get back to school during COVID and making plans and preparations of what the school is going to look like. Everybody wondering that. That's why I'm like, why is it even, why is kids even going back to school? I mean, it's, it's a mixed, I have mixed emotions about it because I have a child as well and I fear for his safety in school. You know, it's, it's a slippery slope, but I feel for the parents who don't have the luxury to stay home. And that's what I'm wondering. That's what I'm wondering. Even though everybody, they like, Oh, okay. Everybody can work from home. It's like, are they really going to, is that really finna play out? And <clears throat> like, yeah, what is it finna be like where if kids straight up don't go back to school, what tip they finna be on? Like, and then another concern that I have is I saw this post and it was so accurate. A lot of children are in the household with grandparents, or they spend a lot of time Shout out to all the with grandparents their grandparents watching the, the grandbabies. Right. So if you if you send these little children to school and they are around it, they contract it, and then they go home to this grandparent who is more susceptible to. That's you know scary because I'm, I'm thinking about it. Most kids. Kids, kids like I mean it's Hi, been a very it's been a very low amount of kids small amount of kids that had it and passed from it or whatever mm-hmm. so, and that's a blessing and it, for the most part it's kind of more like they can carry it and give, like you said and yeah. give it to somebody else that's what I'm kind of nervous about like they may not be super affected by it but, but they can definitely pass it they can pass and the it thing on. is I believe that a lot of children weren't impacted because they weren't in school surrounded by other kids what's up like, Queen we, Carla we got rid of them quick hey Mike strip Tia. hold LeBron. on bro I'm gonna get you on T like we got rid of them really quick not rid of them but we removed them from danger quickly 
And now that the numbers are a little bit higher and they're going back, mm-hmm. you know, I understand why the kids have to, but I also understand why some parents are hesitant to send their but kids. But my thing is, if they shut it down, they shouldn't. If it, it, No, they shouldn't. If they shut the school down at the end of the school, school year last year, until we figure it out, we don't have a solution. Nothing changed since then. Only thing changed the since, numbers yeah, since this happened is, yeah, the numbers went down. They went back up. And, you know, the 4th of July passed. So my nigga's like, I don't think we should do it. Hold on. Uh, Comedian Trav313 said, my son not going back. He said he about to buy him some uniforms. And he going to be at the crib sitting in there with the, with the, uh, what's the, uh, the French toast. See, but you know what I love about our <sighs> school? We are coming up with a model that allows certain days they're actually in school of course with a smaller number of kids and then certain days they're actually online just to work it out and then the way that the classrooms are set up they everything is literally six feet apart like hey, they z- totally worked it out I'm really proud of the school that, that I'm bro. At. like if I had if I, if I was the president and I used to want Come to be on, one when I was a kid if I was the president keep the kids home and if they and if, if a parent got to work they are. Uh, they don't have to. They don't have to work, and they getting paid. We'll figure it out. Alicia George says hi. By the way, what's up, Alicia? <laughs> flat out, hey mama. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, that make it make sense. Hey, flat out. If it's a two parent household, one of them ain't going. If it's a single parent, she, that person ain't going. I'm finna say she is mostly a she. She's hey. not going to work, and she'll be paid. Come on, to now. take care. Of, you know, take care of kid. Make it make sense, man. No kid should be in school until we figure this stuff out. It's not essential for them to go back. We'll figure out a way to educate these kids, but don't put them in the line of fire. Like it just seemed like at this point, y'all just trying to be like, all right, let's just go back to normal. It's like, no, nah, it ain't working. Y'all got to come up with something, cause y'all got to figure something out. No, I totally understand. And those those are some of my concerns. Those have been my concerns since our last show because I'm at work. Like Trav said, I'm so happy my last kid just graduated. Carla says she out the game. She ain't got to worry about nobody going to school. See, my son is in Arizona. And, you know, their numbers spiked and they shut everything back down now. So I'm like, what does that look like? And they had already sent out a plan for the kids to go back face to face. All of them. Everybody doing that. Like they've and been, like, they been coming up with plans. They need to figure something out. Somebody need to come up with an app that work better than Zoom. Like you know, we know what Zoom was made for. It. Somebody should create an app to where everybody can have it. You know what I'm saying? They Stream have like and Google Classroom and stuff like that. Oh, so they do. They? Yeah, they do have apps that are very helpful for both teachers and students <clears throat> and parents. And and the problem is some parents don't take the time to to log on to the app they think it's going to be super complicated or super complex and you know some schools like our school we supplied the kids with tablets so that they could do it plus we also had a, a web a, a Wi-Fi link a Wi-Fi link yeah so we we went the extra mile what? but before we get off into everything I just want to do our quick disclaimer cool Oh, yeah, do the disclaimer. Okay. I mean, was that all that happened to you this week? Because, I mean... We, yeah, because we, I've we, been working. Oh, well, go I'm ahead working, and then I'll working. tell what happened to me. No, tell what happened to you first and then I'll do the disclaimer, man. Okay, what happened to me uh, since we've been on here last? Uh, I did my shows. I did my show on How the uh, 14th. Uh, 14th, it was yesterday. Uh, Tuesday over for Patio. It was Simply Chanel put it together. They, it's not the first show they've ever done, but it's the first one they did back for the quarantine. And it slapped hard. Like, everybody came out and the patio part, they tried to space it out. So mm-hmm. it was it, it filled up quick, of course. And then they had to spill over to the parking lot where everybody was kind of on top of each other. But it was mad people there. It was packed. A uh, bunch of comedians came out. All Who was all on the show show? Uh, the performers were... Uh, Shorty was on the show, mm-hmm. um, uh, Ronnie Chanel, and me, and uh, that's put on by Good Helpers. It was just big fun, bro. Like everybody had a good time. We had oh, and then, then Mo Easy came through and did a guest spot, so that was fun. Uh, I mean, comedy is trying to make a comeback, bro. So did they? Did they enforce the the wearing of masks? They tried. They, I mean, if you wanted to go inside. Because they had, you know, most venues do this. They don't. They they already they always underestimate what the uh, 
what the turnout gonna be and then they never have enough staffing in the beginning mm-hmm. and it slapped hard so now it was like we had to, to get faster service you go in and get your stuff so you had to wear your mask to go in but outside it's just like it's a free fall if you got it on you got it on if you don't you don't yeah you know he killed it went down trav it went down in, in a major way we had we had big fun but uh that happened and um damn outside of that did anything else happen to me nah that was just that was really it everything else was cool you know what i'm saying so it was been a good week. So let's do the disclaimer. All right. Our disclaimer is, again, this week's topic has adult content and language and may be uncomfortable for some listeners and viewers. But these conversations do need to be addressed. So we appreciate your continued support and involvement during all of our discussions. Let's get to it. Yeah. We like to say bitch and shit on here. And all the time. I, I get reprimanded because y'all say bitch a lot. But Josh <laughs> really love the queens. It's coming from a loving space. Uh, the, 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 y'all just be talking when I say that. <laughs> but you know how it is. I, like I broke it down to my man last time. But we here to kick it. What up, though, Kurt, yeah, the jerk, man. My boy on here, he said, what it do, fool? Um, so let's get into it right quick. We're going to um, promote our uh, our black-owned business of, the, uh, well, uh, of a Wednesday, not of the week, but of a Wednesday. Which one we got going? All right. So today's black-owned business is Savannah Blue. Now, I personally have never been to Savannah Blue. It is located at 1431 Times Square in Detroit, Michigan, and the phone number is 313-926-0783. So I encourage you and Josh and myself to all go out to Savannah Blue and let's see how their food is. And if you have any comments about it or if you've been to it, let us know so that we go. can continue to pump it. I mean, what, they, what is it? A bar? Is it a restaurant? It's a restaurant. Oh, I thought we were going to start throwing some other stuff in there. I like, know. I'm so greedy. All I care about is food, y'all. Brie, like, Brie out here giving niggas <laughs> hints that she like, like Savannah Blue. You know what? I'm so greedy. I am like a foodie and I, I'm so picky. So I don't like a lot of restaurants, but I'm trying to be more open minded. So I guess that's why in restaurants are so much easier. Traff said, what's the location? The location is Savannah Blue, 1431 Times Square, Detroit, Michigan, 48226. And um, I will give you the number, but you know the name. Google that. Trav313 and go, go, go. Holler at that, cuzzo. So Friday, I'm really I'm gonna do a different place on Friday. I'm not I'm gonna be done with food, I promise. Yeah, man, we got to have some (laughs) some some black owned You know what? We have a mixed group of people and they be trying to go on dates. I'm just trying to get them places to go. This is a relationship based podcast, (laughs) so I guess we is trying to set y'all up to go kick it. We can't tell you about the oil change place, but we got them. They (laughs) out here, they're around. And glass places and nail places. Like I'm gonna get to it, I promise, guys. It's just I love food. So just bear with me. I'm 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 gonna lighten up on the food. I'll double back. Savannah Blue. I wonder what kind of food. So if anybody out there know what kind of food they got, let me know so we can bring it up on here. Like, you know, you know it's Savannah Blue. I'm just assuming. I think Savannah. I think Atlanta, Georgia. So I'm thinking maybe like Southern, Southern. cuisine, some mm-hmm. type of soul food. Look at me using context yeah. clues. Hey. Could have been a detective <laughs> back in the day, cuz. But um, still be what you want to be. Yeah, we out here. Uh, uh, we finna jump off into what's going on on your timeline. Basically, like a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. I kind of plug that. Shout out to my nigga Trav313. Hey, bro, I'm terrible at self promotion. That might be what's holding me back. Uh, hold on. Carla said, please let me know how to submit our black-owned business. Carla, just message. Send it to me. Send it to Brie. That fast. Poetic Brie. Uh, DM her. Or she can send it to my um my IG because she's on your IG. Yeah, that's what I'm sending on IG. Poetic Brie, right? Poetic Brie 313, yep. Send it to Brie's uh, IG because she's the organizer of all this. She is the glue here. And here is the menu. Oh, she got the menu boom, put boom, up. Boom. So hold on if y'all ready to listen. Okay, so it, they Savannah have like Blue. a seafood chowder. They've got, of course, salads. They've got appetizers. They're appetizers. I see hummus. Oh, catfish, uh, wings. Hummus ain't soul food. That's what Right. That? They've got um, zucchini and a yucca root. It's vegan. They've got crab cakes. They've got, oh, whole red snapper, savannah rice. Uh, cab- uh, they've got some, a lot of vegan choices as well. They've got oxtails. 
barbecue ribs, shrimp and grits, salmon. Oh, they oh, got what you're looking for. They hey, got everything. It's not like they got what y'all looking for. So y'all they just heard it here eyed first. Peas. They got black eyed. That's some. That's some of the most regular shit you can ever sell at a restaurant. Like black eyed peas. <laughs> they have it there. So go. It's it's, it's it's down home. It's down home food. Y'all need to get on there. So we yeah. told y'all what it is. We're gonna shout it out three, four more times before we leave. Yeah, uh, of course. Comedian Trav told me to shout out. Uh, sound off. Sound off. Sunday's open mic this Sunday. I'm performing at. I don't know the location, but it is on my page, and I'm featuring. And, the nineteenth, right? Yep, the nineteenth yeah. this Sunday. And my dog Trav said he gonna be um he gonna be hitting the stage with me, so we gonna have a good ass time. And it's gonna be they they practicing social distance, so mm-hmm. you ain't gotta worry about that. Wear your mask. They gonna have. I think they said it ain't gonna be just so you know how people breathe air and it just be in there and we can't do nothing about it. <laughs> they circulating the air out, so they gonna be taking y'all all the funk out and they gonna be putting in a whole different air so y'all can funk that up and push it back out. So they like hey. Ken Brass put something together, man, and he trying to keep it moving so we can have some type of normalcy in this world. So I'm going to be there, and I'm only getting funnier because, you know, I ain't got nothing else to do but get funny. So come on out, man. I believe it's – I don't – I don't have no information on it. I know I'm going to be there. <laughs> it might be free, but if That's it ain't, strange. bring at least $10 to get in. And bring 100 <laughs> Just to be on the yeah, same just side, bring just in case don't you want to get drinks. Yeah, just come out. Don't be broke. They're going to have vendors there. They're going to have food. So come, assuming it might be free, but then be like, you bring know what? Money. Just in case I got to pay, let me bring enough money so Josh ain't <laughs> have me looking stupid out here. So I will be there on the 19th. Make sure now you guys support Josh. Oh, I want to let you guys know that some people on my Facebook page said that they had Savannah Blue and that the food is really, really good. Well, so let's go. go and let's run up a check at Savannah Blue guys go let's blow keep it that black. money there go blow your money there all you people <laughs> out there getting your grants and all that stuff go take it down there spend it with black people <laughs> hold on what's 8 Mile before Schaefer this boy Trav is a wealth of knowledge Okay, so he says, uh, uh, the venue, what's the name of it? Oh. It's on West 8 Mile, right before Schaefer. We're going to shout it out some more. Trav is plugged. Nigga, yeah. you part of the promotion because on Josh this? Josh normally plugs his stuff at the end so that people know where to meet him. So, yeah. I, I do it because I forget it. I, I want to plug it in the beginning because people come on and might leave, and then yeah. I'm going to plug it at the end so the people who still on. Fuck with your boy on the 19th. It's going down. I got new shit to talk about. Life is different now. We're going to have fun. You know what I fuck like with to do. Boy. So, fuck with us. So, where we going next, Bree? Hey, what does social media say? Okay, on social media, man. Uh, okay, we just gonna run through these first few. Kanye West is no longer running for president. Don't care. Didn't really think he was gonna do nothing. No way, nigga. Thank you for nothing. taking up three days of our lives. Us talking I mean, about this shit. why <laughs> even say you're gonna run? Like, what type of attention are you trying to get? It's mental like, illness, leave it Bree. Alone. That's, it's mental illness. I suffer from mental illness, but I'm not gonna say I'm running for president. Like, but he get sit paid down. to be. He get paid to talk that shit, and he just all over the place. So it's he insane. ain't running no more. Yay, one He's less out. one one less weird nigga uh running for office that wasn't gonna win no way. Next. So we're back to who? We back to the Regos. John uh what's the nigga named? Joe Biden and you Oh know, Biden. Okay, yeah, so yo, we're back to Biden. Our guys. step president. And and the Cheeto. Okay. <laughs> All right, and what's the next one? Um, okay. Asheville, North Carolina. Uh their city council North Kakalaki. Yep, they approved the reparations plan. I think that is really, really major. So y'all hear like, that? What Move does to North that Carolina mean? now. Right. They're giving niggas money. Move to North Carolina, they're giving niggas money. I mean, I'm wondering if other states are going to follow suit, like what it looks like, what does it entail, how much money. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're going like, to have to. Like, the if they pull on. it off in North Carolina, first of all, the population is probably going to be stipulations if you're of not course. if you're not a resident if you can't prove it. Because I was going to say, nigga, I'll move today. You know what I'm saying? And go. But if that's the case, 
everybody got to figure it out. They like if they figured it out in North Carolina, why aren't we smart enough to make this happen all over? It's black people all over. Can we get some cheese for what we suffered in the past? Like, can we get a couple dollars, a little relief? Can we may not pay taxes? Figure something out. So, what do you think is reasonable? Reasonable because I saw um I saw a status a long time ago that said something like four hundred thousand. I could be wrong. Four hundred thousand dollars, just like a lump sum. Yeah. For every black person. I think that was right. Don't give me the line. I hey, saw it on social media. I don't know. I'm not good with money, nigga. Give me four hundred thousand. Like they could come, they could come to me and be like, nigga, look, we'll give you a flat fifty. I'm like, I take it. I don't know how much. I'm, I don't know how much our suffering was worth. <laughs> what do you mean? As far as We're still goes. suffering today. But it's what just do you that show you we don't know our worth. So it's like somebody would have to sit down and be like, hey, fiscally, this will make sense. This is how much you should get. They, they can say we'll give you this much money or we'll give you this much land. However they want to play it. Like oh, we, you know, they. So gotta, if somebody mm-hmm. gave you land. What would you do with it, Josh? I would put some shit on it. I would build a house. What, what, I would uh, uh, put a business over there. Hold on, five hundred thousand to a mil. Yeah, like I'm moving tomorrow. This nigga Trav going off. <laughs> yeah, but uh, hi Nancy, hi Stephen. It's a lot. Hi, it's a lot. But like I said, we would have to be educated on that to be like I could see them being like, okay, we either give you money, we'll give you this or that. They're gonna give us something to play with. And obviously, it was like, all right, this if if, if we're gonna give you four hundred thousand dollars, we'll give you this much in. Maybe you don't pay taxes. Like they'll figure out a way for other people to be like, all right, some people might not want the four hundred thousand. They might be like, all right, if I ain't got to pay taxes, I can make moves with this or we might. So would re- you be like? I don't. I don't know if I like. I want not to pay taxes on top of some shit. Like I don't want one or the other. Would you rather have the money or would they be like we clear your debt? See, my debt ain't like that. With the money that they would give me, I could clear my fucking debt and have a large amount of money left. Because a lot of people get more money and end up in more debt. That's because they're not financially. But that's what I'm saying. A lot of people are financially irresponsible. But if somebody is working at Target. And then the government says, hey, you ain't got to pay taxes no more. Is that really going to help them succeed not paying taxes anymore? I don't know. I don't know shit about finances. Hey, y'all looking at a nigga who would, and that's probably why I don't got a lot of money now. So it's like, I don't know. I just know. I just try to make sure my my overhead don't exceed what I got coming in. You know what I'm saying? That's how I make sure I'm straight. I be like, look, I make sure I ain't putting out more than I'm getting back. Got it. <laughs> I keep my belt tight, cuz. So I, I eat hot and ready till I come up. That's how I play. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to lie. I can live off of French fries. I can live off a of dollar fry. You like, gotta be I able don't to know move. how. Like, French fries, they fill me up. I can eat them one time in the middle of the day, and I'll be straight. You got to be able to move. So, uh, <laughs> boom. Next, we got here. Bree brought this to my attention. This is some wild shit here. Allegedly. Uh, this uh, is allegedly. Allegedly. I had to ask her, like, what news source did you get it from? Just some random nigga on Facebook? Right. This is social media says. But so basically, Wayfair uh, Furniture Company has been selling children inside cabinets and the way Brie broke it down and showed it to me is each cabinet had a name so whoever they kidnapped the mm-hmm. name was in there so it was a girl named Annabelle they be like it's an Annabelle cabinet and uh, it's an Annabelle cabinet and it's going for $10,000 and people be like alright bet they buy the cabinet it show up and it's a whole naked white kid in there so I don't know if the child is naked they, I mean boy, yeah. hey, you paying $10,000 the kid got to be naked or whoever coming gonna be naked they on tip so they out here fooling. So, I mean, when you buy your phone, when you buy your packages from Amazon, check them. It might be a kid in there. Look, so we I saw it on social media. We do not know if it's true. I've seen it several times coming across my news feed, and I just thought it was interesting because there were so many. Like, and then they tried to say, okay, because someone was like, oh, it's not true. Facebook fact-checked it. And then they reached out, and Wayfair gave a statement saying that the reason why the furniture is priced so much higher than the cabinet right beside it that doesn't have a child's a missing child's name on Mm -hmm. it is because it's made from a better wood and the quality is better it's like some bullshit basically and 
the only thing that makes you feel like it's bullshit is the fact that every cabinet that is priced at a high price is also named after a child that's been kidnapped. And, that and the kids have been kidnapped. No yeah. Sense. So it's kids that's like, you know, I'd be like missing kid. They would name it. That's why it's hard for me to believe that somebody would be that bold to do that shit. Cause it's like, hold on, nigga, my little cousin been gone for a minute. And now they selling cabinets name. What? So that's just a very weird. I, I mean, that's one of those things I would not doubt that See, was made up. Right. You know what they say? If you ever want to commit a crime, you should do it in plain sight. Bri, they that's say that's the, in plain sight. That, listen, I promise you, I was in college. Check this shit out. I was in college and this guy Crazy came home and his big screen TV. Now, back then, the screens were the big ones. Yeah. You know, they had the big bags. The heavy he came TV. home and the bitch was gone. The neighbor was like, oh, yeah, the mover took it. He was like, "The move? what the fuck you mean the mover took it? He was like, yeah, dude, came with a U-Haul mm-hmm. and moved it. I thought it was your mover because, like, who's going to steal a TV in the middle of the day? With a fucking U-Haul. Yeah, that's bold as hell. Like, I mean, and it that's... was in plain sight. He committed straight robbery. But if that's you do smart. something but, but, in plain sight, people tend to overlook but it. But that's smart. But it's one thing if you just sell expensive cabinets with kids in them, as opposed to putting a name up of somebody who's been kidnapped. You gotta that's know which kids you getting. That's just that's just too. Uh, that's just too out of that's just too out of pocket for me to, for a nigga to be like you know what I'm finna just straight up call my shot hold on this is talk, uh, back on the uh, reparations talk uh, GodMode.J said what if they gave every black person 500k mm-hmm. but they would have to get it in a chip in their hand and get vaccinated Damn, mm-hmm. so he put a bunch of... But that's what they would do. They would put a bunch of stipulations on why there. Why I got to get chipped? What, because they going But nigga... And then, and then it's like, why only niggas getting and chipped? And vaccinated. Like, no, they trying everybody? to kill you so you nah. can't spend your money. It's called no. Tuskegee experiment because mm-hmm. I'm not playing them games. And that like, money, I'm not going to get a, vac- a vaccine when they do it for COVID. But what Fuck, you going to do no. if they won't let you go back to work? I'm learning Forex, so I don't oh, give a Bree fuck. Oh, Bree says she about to be in the crib. <laughs> right. Coughing by herself, checking Look, her own, checking foreign currency on her computer. Man, because there's, no, I just don't trust it. I feel you, but I'm just saying, and I'm not I'm not about to vaccine life no way, but I'm just saying, like, if this something that I feel like, all right, bet, if I do the research, I'm not finna just jump out there and say, nigga, stick me but in my arm. They're gonna have to stick a whole bunch of people first, because mind you, they wanted yeah, to do the testing fact, in that's Africa what first. That's what I'm saying. Like, nah, that's nah, what I'm nah. saying. Like, before they just get the Pokemon motherfuckers, I'm not finna be the number 33rd nigga in line and be like, all right, I'll take that bitch, and then next you know, nigga, no, a whole no. arm grow on my neck, nigga. It's like, nah, now nah, I'm out here. The hoes ain't fucking with niggas with arms, I think, neck. Give me two years. Yeah, but you know what I'm out. saying? And, uh, uh, but last but not least, uh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna tap in with my dog. T, I hope you're still there. Let me see if you're still there, dog. I'm on. Hey, Courtney. Hold on, let me check because my man want to tap in, and I'm gonna see. Yeah, he's still there. Hold on, T. I'm gonna get you on here, my baby. Let me get to. Uh, uh-uh, maybe not. That nigga might have just left. <laughs> Keep in mind, guys, if you'd like to join the conversation, just let me know. Hi, Autumn. You saved me today. I love you so much. All right, so here um, we go. Nick go Cannon got uh, dropped from Viacom because he made some anti. Uh, what is that? Semitic. Anti-Semitic comments on his podcast that he do and I mean that's usually when they come at what Jewish people or just white people yeah he 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 said something about Jews and how we were the original he black people are the original yeah Hebrews. and like, then he was yeah. saying they like animals and yeah. like they no they, he said the white people were like animals. white people are like yeah. animals that's why he like black people have melanin in with your soul and white people are like animals and that's why they move with so much violence and they mm-hmm. so da 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 he went in and he went he went in the nigga wearing the turban now so he got a lot of shit to say he do and um but I fucks with it I mean I fuck with it he got his point of view I ain't studied like he studied to whatever he studied right. to be like all right nigga I believe that you know what I'm saying but I feel like he should be able to say what he want because people been doing it for years talking about black people and ain't nobody tripped about the shit. So it's like, make sure you cancel everybody. Cardi came over to CEO in the building. Oh, shit. So, and 
she has no type of uh, no type of peripheral no, vision at I all. Don't. So we gonna we do we got to pause for the calls to bring you in or not? Oh, I already got you already set up. That's crazy. Yeah, you already set up. Look at me, you already know what the fuck I'm doing. I think you already tapped in. Car just stepped in the building. The CEO, he just drank a little bit of bourbon. I don't know if his life going through. But he going uh, he going through some shit, so he drinking some bourbon. Yeah, welcome, uh, welcome. What's up? What's that mic talking about? What up? What up? Hey. How do you sound to you, Bree? He sounds amazing over here. I can hear him just fine. All right, bet. Hey, All Tony. Right, so we just tapped in, um, Kari, just to keep you up abreast. We talk. We just got into the last topic on our uh, social media says, and we talking about Nick Cannon getting kicked off Viacom mm-hmm. and getting picked up by Revolt. Well, hey. they offered him. They offered him. I don't know if Revolt picked him up. Did they pick him up? I don't know, but I know Diddy told him, come on. Diddy did it because Diddy's supposed to do that. He got to. He wanted the bigger entities. He got to be like, hey, little bro, come over here. So it's all about what Nick wanted to do with his intellectual property at that point, I guess. Yeah, I agree. So I mean, what you think about the anti-Semitic statements that he made, Card? Hilarious. I actually <laughs> listened to it. I didn't think that it was anti-Semitic. He called them animals, right? No. Uh, that no, that's what he said about what the what he was people. saying. He was saying that, I mean, what he said what is uh, some common sense shit. He was saying that then um, his statement is a statement I often make, and I don't think that it's anti-Semitic. Um, his we'll repeat statement, it on this podcast, so nigga, this one will blow up, right and then they can cancel us. <laughs> well, he was talking about as, uh, um, <clears throat> depending upon what you believe, the Nation of Islam teaches that uh, white people were grafted from black men yeah. and uh, from there they came from the Caucasus Mountains. I don't necessarily follow that truth per se. I'm, I'm unsure about that. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do know this. Uh, his statement was that um, European culture and Western civilization has a lot more savagery uh, because the land of Europe and that region is less habitable for people. So the traditions shit out there, right? The traditions over there, <laughs> I mean, it's just colder. It's just less habitable than places like Africa, uh, where you had abundance of, you know, the start of civilization, where you had abundance of animals, you had abundance abundance of fruits, vegetables. So the correlation life. between violence is like, okay, nigga, if it's hot somewhere, it's gonna be cool. So it's like that's why niggas in Chicago and Detroit be going off because it's cold in this bitch. It's like well, I don't I mean, that's harder to make because, I mean, you're right. looking at centuries of living and existence. And right now we have other amenities going on. Like, I mean, it wasn't, you know, furnaces yeah. and heating. So, um, you know, it, it's just known that uh, like gunpowder itself was something created in and through in China through through their traditions of what or what we call China because I mean their own dynasties were their own names but um, it was weaponry, war, navies, colonization, imperialism, um, these other forms of violence uh, took stronger forms through Western civilizations. That's European people. European people historically have been more violent, more animalistic. So his his conversation with Professor Griff was speaking about how traditionally European culture has ties to more savagery. Yeah. And that can be seen and it's just known. Not, Whereas right now, African culture or like just even the Native American people here. Like, I mean, there were warrior classes and there were wars, but the wars were not for conquering. The wars were like... Um, 
like in in when African tribes, just like native tribes and even Asian tribes, other than like the Mongolians, mm-hmm. uh, would go into war with factions. It would be a war against a war, and some of it would be through dancing. Mm-hmm. They would uh, beef and dance. They yeah. would dance, and they would dance out different things. Some of the battles, I mean, the battles would rarely be in murder. The 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 battles sometimes would be contests. But also, if you were captured and enslaved, quote unquote, you were if you were a drummer in this African village, and now you are a part of this African village, you're still a drummer. Um, you're your children and your family is not caught in intergenerational enslavement mm-hmm. like here. Uh, they become natural citizens of whatever that village and that tribe was. And this is the same thing. Like you look through history, Native American people were the same. A lot of the uh, what was known as the Aztec people uh, that we look to as uh, the the Mexicans and the the, uh, the people that the Mayan people, like all the other traditions across the world, even in the same time frame as Europeans came to them, it was savagery. That's why when Europeans came, all these people said, hey, what's going on? Let's let's offer you food. Let's let's so they basically flip the narrative and start calling Indian savages and kind of black people are animal animalistic. But they was the ones out here with the mentality of like nigga murder, kill and conquer. I mean, but even their, rape history, and pillage. their history itself tells you that. But common sense even tells you that because, I mean, people always say, why did these people welcome them? But in if you grew up in, I don't know, like they say, the dark ages. And mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of learn that in history. So if you grow up in like we think of like the start of of European society, a lot of times they say and it goes back further than that is like, let's just say Roman history. So. So for basically, and even what became the Roman Empire, and then we think of the Roman Catholic Empire. So when you can think of like, I don't know, like thousands of years mm-hmm. of this or hundreds of years of this type of like conquering, meaning like we meet other people and what we do is we kill them, we rape them, and we take them and we hold them under our rule. That was... European society. So put it like this. So we saying what he's saying ain't wrong. White people definitely do that. So to get back to whole Nick Cannon situation, do you we, think it was fireable? Like that, was it worth? Yeah, I mean, I mean, of course, I mean, anything can be fired. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, what do we think his bounce back gonna be? What do we think Nick Cannon does from here? I think he's gonna continue. Um, Cause didn't he right get, now he's been he's been on more of a path. I think Nick Cannon's path of enlightenment, uh, from what I study, it seems like he follows more of some of the Hebrew Israelite texts, but he studies a lot of shit. So um, I would expect him to drop this Dr. Sebi documentary. Mm-hmm. I'd expect him to keep the ma- the uh, Nick Cannon masterclass going. I just watched the Joy DeGruy masterclass with them. So and he I thought some that independent, that was great. probably his whole yeah. Yeah. masterpiece, I mean, Byron Allen type shit. And I'm going to support it. I Out mean, I wouldn't say uh, Byron Allen as much as like more maybe P, but more like Tariq Nasheed or Progressor Black Truth. Or, I mean, as far as like financing your own shit, being yeah. like, I ain't going through nobody else. I just do it myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <clears throat> I just I just kind of when people broke that down and they did that comparison, I was like, well, that's probably it because he got kicked off a show. Didn't he get kicked off of uh, America's Got Talent because he well, made a joke or he didn't want to say something? It was, it, he, I think he did like a song that they didn't agree with. But that's the thing when you don't own, I mean, these platforms aren't necessarily owned by you. You're always just, I mean, 
it's it's only a matter of time before you know possibly you you don't you can get I replaced. mean yeah he's a you're he's when a you're an employee talent for, right he's a I mean you you know when you're an employee that's what it is it's, you're not you're not the ownership right. hold on let me ask somebody in real quick I don't know uh, I guess that nigga and then what does that look like for Wild and Out. Because I know he owns the rights to Wild and Out, but now it's like finding a new he, platform. He can take well, it anywhere, like you said. But it's probably licensed. Like I mean, you know, you sign licensing agreements. So <laughs> even if I own the rights to Wild and Out, but mm-hmm. you sort of like, um, you know, like, and I'm sure the license agreement probably Binds locks up him, him going someplace else, else even if so he owns years. it. Right. So he'll probably get paid if they still continue to do like uh, syndication or shows and stuff like that. If they decide to bring it back because they took it off, right? Yeah, they, I heard they totally took it off. I, I'm not sure. I don't yeah, know. like that's from what I heard. They took it off like the Cosby show. Like, nigga, nope, you can't show well, it no more. That's what they're saying. So, mm-hmm. I mean, but he can keep moving. I mean, I'm pretty sure knowing the consciousness of some of those comedians, they probably mad as fuck. Yeah, Alicia but, said I mean, that they'll probably say it's in the contract. Yeah, I mean, the, the licensing. Like, I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. about to allow, even if you own the show, if we have a licensing agreement, it's still like... I'm not going to just let you roll over and go someplace else. Even if we right. cancel, it's like, nah, bro, you ain't going to yeah. take and be successful. Nah, we right, it's sort of like how um, P. Diddy did his artist. Damn, she really shot Diddy down. And then she tried to get Diddy love when he said he tried to bring him over there. Bro, you got to I mean, but the thing, here's the thing. I thought it was love that he tried to bring him over, but do you really want to go to Diddy? I be thinking. Like, you see how Diddy do. Like, I think don't. Diddy just say what he, I think Diddy just play, you know, he'll play a role. Diddy but I was, mean, what he, he said was. He was supposed to say that. What he said was, uh, what, I mean, he didn't have to say that. Ain't nobody else stand up and say that shit. He didn't, but Diddy would because in a minute they're going to say, why don't Diddy give him a revolt? Right. Because somebody said it's, it's going to, that's going to come <laughs> no, that way. I mean, it possibly could, but you I'm gotta, just saying. So you got Nobody else it. stood up and stood with him. So, it's, I mean, that's still rare because oftentimes, especially when it comes to anything and entertainment and saying something that can be perceived as where else he gonna uh, go on? against Jewish people that's strong to make mm-hmm. a, I mean to stand with somebody that made is labeled that made as being feel. anti-Semitic in entertainment that's great I mean we just saw Deshaun Jackson mm-hmm. and when you read Deshaun Jackson's statement it's another one of those things where it's like okay what is the anti-Semitic thing here and I may be I mean it's like enlighten me if I can talk to I heard about writer. it I don't even know what he said it, what he said didn't sound anti-Semitic to me either I don't know I just hear that's a word I guess that's gonna be a thing for the next few no, months no it's always yeah. been I mean, but I mean it's like, a group didn't, they called, get, didn't they get Ice uh, Ice Cube for that saying some anti-Semitic they tried to say but even then all he said was all he said uh, you let a white Jew break hmm. up my crew Telling us what to do. I don't know. But that was, how, it's like, it was true, and, though. And, like, and they get Jerry mad Heller, at truth. But, I mean, to say you're a white Jew, like, he didn't say, you know, I mean, they, they did it to LeBron James is and 21 the man Savage white. with the whole making Jewish money. Was the man a Jew? Like, you, a fact is a fact. But it's an anti-defamation it's a league. I mean, Jewish people have built a, um, Jew, Jewish people have built a, a uh, they have very strong, um, organized, uh, organized emphasis Mafia, on anything like, coming that? against them uh, in defamation, especially after the Holocaust, because for so long, what was brewing up as true hatred towards the Jewish people that were in um, at the time, especially that German bloc, but uh, those European nations, uh, 
that that grew like the anti defamation league is real. I mean, I mean, I, I get it. And they building but, up, and they've been built up steam, and it's almost like yeah. the gay, like it's almost like the LGBTQ, uh, LGBTQ. How does it go mm-hmm. again? Yeah, yeah it's like now they're becoming powerful to where like if they want something shut down, they can get the infrastructure put together to be like, yep. You know, in Illinois, they want to start teaching uh, LGBTQ history. Yeah, in a lot of well, states. Well, I mean, if they got a history, well, I guess they can tell it, right? Oh, and by the way, Chris Price on my line says that it is freedom of speech, and I'm assuming he thinks that Chris, that Nick should have been able to say how he felt. And mm-hmm. um, he also said that if Nick owns the rights of the license agreement, he can go somewhere else, or they'll have to pay him all of the money. Well, we'll never know. Like, I mean, we know, we all, know only, only, only Nick and them know what's in them. And, well, you know, the devil's in the details. They're the only ones know Man. what's going in there. So we'll figure it out. I mean, but shout out to Nick. Like I said, if you hurry up and uh, sign up, he can get that $600 and uh, whatever extra they <laughs> come with. That unemployment. You know what I'm saying? Everybody from Wild could get that. I'm pretty sure he's not I've been waiting on mine. So I don't know how long it's going to take y'all niggas to get y'all, but y'all can hurry up. And there's some grants out there y'all can get. So <laughs> Stay away from the loans. Niggas is going up. to jail for the loans. Hit Stay away from the loans. Hit me up, Nick. I'll plug you to all that. But uh, let's shout out our uh, black owned business, which is Savannah Blue. Yeah, Savannah Blue's the address is 1431 Times Square. It's in Detroit, Michigan, 48226, and the number is 313. 926-0783 Keep in mind They have all Type of food they Why like you turn into Endure Rogers <laughs> You know what She's like Don't Savannah knock. Blue and <laughs> Don't knock my My stewardess Voice. She's like uh, Eastbound going 75 Has been shut down What's, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on Mason It's my <laughs> I, I used it's to always think switch. After working in the, Like going Like being on radio shows Cause I was on there A couple times Like I used to think All them niggas Was in the same room I never seen a Deer Rods I don't know Where the fuck she at She probably at the house <laughs> Doing that shit And it just Recorded Get on Get off And then Mason and Coco Or whoever was on the radio Do what they do That's so funny um, I can't imagine doing it without you guys being here. Like, I like to see and talk to she you She stay hungry. No, uh, I mean, yeah, like this right here, everybody is in there. But like you said, like a lot of times Steve Harvey don't be there with them niggas. Uncle, nephew Tommy and all them niggas be wherever Dang. they at. And that nigga Steve be in Texas somewhere on a ranch <laughs> Chilling. doing this shit. So, uh, all right, bet. We making good time, man. All right, so we finna jump into our topic, which uh, I got uh, the other day when a friend of mine was telling me this story about a guy that, was trying to get on or whatever and she was like well i ain't really looking for all that and he was like no i ain't tripping on none of that you know it ain't that big of a deal and then as it went on he kept trying but saying he wasn't and then eventually it got to the point where he was like over her mm-hmm. the boss and he would make it uncomfortable at the job like you know what i'm saying fucking her schedule up making sure that they weren't on the same schedule mm-hmm. wouldn't let her get off when she wanted to get off and it, it was right. it was all based off the strength of like she was like she, nigga, rejected. she rejected you like she never wanted to fuck with you and because she don't want to fuck with you you mad nigga you knew from the beginning mm-hmm. why is it that guys can't seem to just handle rejection in any way shape or form when it comes to dealing with women man as soon as you tell a dude knowing your number you all type of bitches in the house yeah like a dude was in my inbox once and i i was polite and told him that i wasn't interested and uh, I was seeing someone else at the time and then me and that person stopped talking. It wasn't heavy or major. 72 and the guy, hours was up. Yeah, the 72 then. hours was up and then the dude hopped into my inbox and was like, see, that's why you got fucked over. Like, had you given me a shot, this never would have happened to you but that's what you get. You hoes be thinking that y'all the shit. Like, he went in on me. But you was right not fucking with him because you knew because off the essence. Like, even not man, knowing, you kind of know why you don't fuck with somebody. Right, and then they show vibe. you immediately why, like, nigga, you're a pussy. This is why. You pussy, right cuz. And then, of course, like, when you're, and it's worse when you're face-to-face with a guy and you tell him no. Like I, Somebody I, said, our, our, I think our generation is terrible with rejection. It is. Like, I know a girl are. who uh, ended up in a wheelchair. 
because a guy uh, she gave the guy the wrong phone number and he called it and right there and that motherfucker didn't go off and he shot her and she's Damn. in a wheelchair like and that's a story I already tell like any girl I deal with I'm like look just get a nigga the number you can delete them you can block them whatever but it's like some niggas when they off that shit they don't know how to react you know what I have mastered the art of no thank you like sure. and, it's so weird because guys find that they're in that uncomfortable space I'm out in public and a guy will be like can I call you some- hey sweetheart how you doing I'm good how are you can I call you sometime? And I'll be like, oh, my God, thank you. That is so sweet. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then they be thrown aback because I was nice. I smiled. I pre- And I say, oh, I appreciate you offering. But unfortunately, I can't take your number at this time. Unfortunately. Like, right. Like, I, I, I totally <laughs> finesse. You know me. The poet in me comes out during rejection time. Unfortunately. And dude starts smiling. They be like, man, I want to be mad right now. I'm like, I don't know, babe, but don't be. You've been lucky. It's cool. Men, like, are, men are entitled and the effects like, of public embarrassment is heavy, but how is it public embarrassment when it's just you and her? I mean, because you're in a, you, it's, it's where you're it's at. You can be anywhere. And then, I mean, it also goes back to, I mean, the insecurities that we have from elementary school or middle school approaching that girl and she reject you and then your boys looking at you and they laugh at you. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's so much... It's and oftentimes, a lot of guys, a lot of guys really don't ever talk or interact with women. So it takes a lot of courage to, to do that. Most men I know, the only women they interact with is women they work with, or go mm-hmm. to church with, or go to school with. Like they already got to build a relationship with strangers. Them. That is true. So I'm a I'm a guy that always was approaching strangers because most of my jobs it was nothing but other men there. So I had to learn how to the art of approaching stranger women. But most men never approach strangers. Most men, almost every woman, like you can, women, you should ask a man, how did you meet the last woman you met? And then they'd be like, well, you know, she knew my cousin or (laughs) we worked together. Like it's always through some form of association and women the same way. So like when a man finally does decide, wow, I think she kind of looking at me sort of, I feel the vibe. And then you hop that hurdle, you build that confidence up and then you get shot down you know I mean for some men it's tough to deal with Um, that sounds like some shitty shit and then also this is the other reality too women Uh will sometimes shoot you down but then after a shoot down that like I I, I got too many homegirls that'll be like I hate him I don't like him and then four months later it's like I mean I guess I said fuck it because I wasn't doing nothing and then <laughs> well, see, months later, uh, it's like we together that's my boo no, I think we gonna get married I've that never shit, done that yeah I don't know about that <laughs> and Carl. then I have Terrell that's on wild. the line that over here Terrell says that it's not happens. that men can't handle rejection it's the way that women reject them well, women you telling me you, we can be you cool. ain't learned of a woman that's like I don't like him he keep like like sometimes the dude that just keeps drilling and trying but my to thing is this though, my thing is it works. Uh, my thing is okay I know exactly what you're saying because I don't I know I don't some women are rude yes. I don't, not even being rude I mean just coming from his perspective about yeah most girls would be like try to play I know for a fact it was a girl for a minute was hoeing me but I knew she wanted to fuck with me okay How do you that wait, wait, right wait, wait 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 <laughs> I knew she wanted to fuck with me it was just in there and but I never really kind of I never even really tried I just kind of played around with it and so it was never like really a rejection because I never tried it but she would continue to let me know that I couldn't fuck with her and then eventually we got to that place where 
He was fucking with her. But naked. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so how did you know she was rejecting you? That's what I don't understand. Because she would she talk crazy because little... I fucked with one of her friends. Shit. And she was on some shit like, oh, you fuck with my girl, woo-woo, and was just say a little slick shit all the time. And it was like, all right, cool. I ain't really trying to fuck with you like that. No way. And then, you know, me being playful, I would throw shit around there. And she was like, nigga, never. But it was just something in me, dog. It's something God put in me <laughs> that I knew. That and I was that like, she want to fuck with a nigga. how most men feel. But I mean. That's and you insane. know women that have said, <laughs> I, I, I don't like him. Right. But, but it's about the handling of it. It's about him. how the nigga treated. I never at one time was like, man, bitch, fuck you then. Okay. Because at, at that point, you losing it. Okay. Yes. I agree. But what I'm trying to say is rejection has turned into acceptance sometimes. Now, mm-hmm. on the meaning like a woman rejecting a man can turn into a, a woman accepting a man. It can flip. I've seen it flip. Have I ever? Told a dude I don't really like him. I want to fuck with him and then fuck with him anyway. But you so Bree, nice, you though, different. You made a breeze Bree, by you and, different. And you, him like, no, thank you. you. And then eventually it turned into come lay with me. No, I didn't tell him no thank you. I gave him my card. Come, yes, sir. But I'm not yes. talking about him, but I'm just saying like it went but, from it went from zero to a hundred. It went from, oh, no, thank you, sweetheart, to boop, 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 boop. And next thing you know, y'all Because with me, him. like with me, I'm really straightforward. Like, you know, as a woman, you know in the first no. few minutes. No, but, Like, you know but when, that's when a guy approaches you. Sometimes. If a guy, if you are not attracted to a guy when he first approaches you, unless you are constantly around that person and you have and to interact. And that's what I'm saying. Then that's different because then you grow to know them and that's like them and it'd be small it shit and you'd be like, and then the next come thing here, thing little you know, ugly. Exactly. But she didn't reject <laughs> him though. Happens. Right. Like, my thing is, it's about how the nigga handles the rejection. Like, nigga, if you go off the handle and look like a lame. Do. You look stupid. Now it's one thing if you gracefully like, all right, cool. Another time, you know what I'm saying? I mean, because you'll never see a woman do it. Because I approach men and get rejected all the time, and not once has a guy rejected me. And I've been like, well, fuck you, bitch, with your receding Pretty, ass hairline. What, like, do you? Okay, what do you define as rejection? Because I don't see a man rejecting you. Do you know? It's a lot of you niggas that I've approached that you have rejected. They so reject what me all the like? time. What rejection what look you, like? Bri? What do you take as rejection? I hopped in a nigga's inbox. Well, Fair. several of you. <laughs> you hopped in the inbox. I hop, I'll hop in. First, I'll like a couple pictures. Let him know I'm interested. I'll throw. Well, how do you let him know you're interested? I like a couple pictures. Then I hit the inbox. Mm-hmm. I go to his inbox. I'll, I speak first. I'll say something nice like, hope you're having a wonderful day or I think you're awesome. Or I'll get straight to the point and I'll be like, hey, I think that you're really attractive. Um, I've been watching your posts for a minute just, you know, just to see. And I just want you to know that I was interested and if you are available <laughs> I would like to get to know you better I was like but if you are already involved or you're just not interested I totally that whole understand long little diatribe you did all <laughs> okay, now. that's long as fuck now. no when you put it in text it's like really quick it's like quick okay, one liner it's like now. man I think never man now, really never and, reject and, women and like that how do I get rejected respond? all the time how do they, they read it and they don't say nothing Dude, they just niggas don't they ain't reject you like that niggas, is rejection niggas get I have rejected not, they have not they have but never said thank you too. They, have they never may said- be thinking that you may not be real, because I get a lot what? of inboxes from on, on Facebook and Instagram, and I be thinking this is some bullshit. But I, they see me interact on stuff. Like I'm real. If I hop in, like there was one recently. I told a guy, I hopped in his inbox, and I was like, I think you're awesome. That's it. I just wanted you to know. Like that's my idea of flirting. He put on his status a couple days ago something about women being the first one to shoot their shot men don't always have to do it and I made a small comment like well, you know I tried to shoot my shot but you know I get turned down all the time and he was like well maybe you shooting from half court he gave me like some basketball Damn, analogy I, I wasn't... said you pulled up from a uh, uh, right. Dang Lillard he, basically he was trying to say that I'm I'm 
going for the wrong type of men or at least shooting my shot to the wrong ones. And I was thinking to myself, like, I think I tried to shoot my shot at him and he... Maybe he didn't get it, though. Some niggas be oblivious to that because I, mean, but then I, I, I had girls holler at me and I didn't know what the fuck was on because I'm a doofus sometimes. So it's like, <laughs> I didn't know you was fucking with me like that. Like, I thought you might have been playing. Like, certain niggas, you got to cut right to the heart of them. Fuck all that you awesome. Be like, hey, I like to go out sometimes. I've done that and they reject me. Well, it's going to happen. Reject, I tell men all the time, I I'd be like, I'd like to get to know you better. And they'd be like, oh, okay. I bet you I'd if be you like, let I but like I, you. But wait, wait, wait. Time out. If you let Josh take over your Facebook, <laughs> and I know this sounds crazy, and you give him the five tomorrow. dudes, yes, you would have six I'd dudes. I'd be on the nigga shit like, what that dick talking about? Because <laughs> no, I don't then, talk and like then that. The next thing, you know, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to have you like, lit, Bree. I only talk like that if I'm seeing somebody. Like, if I'm dating the guy, or if I like, like, if we within the, if we pass 72 hours, which I ain't often, but if we pass the 72 hours, mm-hmm. then I start talking crazy. Like, but up front, no, I'm not about to say it because then you're going to think you're going to do the grown-up with me and we ain't doing the grown-up yet. Man, t- I niggas say trying so. to do that shit. But my thing is, Bri, <laughs> you know what? The funny thing about you talking about rejection with a woman compared to a man, like a rejection for a woman is like, Almost like you don't pick up the signals. Not because even that. Most a, women a rejection, don't approach a rejection like for that. a woman, a rejection for a woman is like a loss to the Patriots. It's like it don't happen much, so you don't really give a fuck at the end of the day. Well, you win the Super Bowl. I, I, Guys I, get rejected so much that it's mm-hmm. like that. They should be used to it. But they, they should, should be, be used to it. But it's like it's still wait, 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 wait. It's still See, some PTSD well, women, from that. No, I think I think because women. Bree is a different person. The next dude Most that reject women, me, I'm going ham. I'm gonna be like, "Fuck you, bitch! Ain't nobody want you anyway." Oh okay. boy, I'm gonna go. Be like, my bad, my bad, my I'm bad. Like, Psych, I'm but sorry. Average woman, they gonna stare at you. They gonna walk past you a yes. lot. They gonna do. The they basically are gonna put themselves in, in position face. for you to approach them. I've tried that too. That's what women do. <laughs> and when you don't approach them, we get mad and take it as rejection. Sometimes I see women go negative. They yeah. be like, they be like. You probably here with your girl. And you'd be like, okay, so I know she's approaching me right now. <laughs> you know, that's how, that's yeah, we how do that. women approach. I do that Usually. too. Usually. I, I rare, it's rarely direct, like, I'm interested in you and I like to go out with you sometime. Now, you're saying it's different. I now, me it. as a guy, I've, because I've approached a lot of strangers, I've, I've, I got a lot of swords in the approach game. Nigga. But nowadays, my, my approach is very flat. And I'm like these women. I get rejected I'm more just gonna now. Say I like you. I meet more I men. I get rejected who don't more get now because I don't have as much. I don't apply as much juice if I do uh, approach. Uh uh-uh. Somebody can approach. I'm like a woman, bro. I'm like them now. Like I kind of just like I, I kind of sit out there and let it put my little vibe out there and let mm-hmm. them jump on it. And I play that role. So the rejection, like you say, mm-hmm. I ain't too much unless I'm in my bag, bag, nigga. See, I would be I'd the jump one. jump out there and run up on a stranger. You know what I'm saying? See, and get I would to be him. the one to think he rejected me. I would be the one to flirt and and give him all the signals like, oh my but God, oh gotta, my God. And he would be like, that's cool, Bri. But you <laughs> like got to you gotta read past <laughs> that. But you got to read past that. But that's why it's just so funny to me that we talking about guys and, being, and them getting rejected is that Niggas go too far though. They it's like do. it's like yo ego that hurt. Like it you is. put a gun out. Like yeah. nigga, I remember uh, my oldest yeah, daughter, like mama, that, basically said that a dude tried to holler at the gas station and cause just she said no and while he drove while he just pulled his gun out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. like so. Like what was she supposed to chase your car at that point Dudes, and give you the number? But I can say this, and I'm not defending the behavior, but in approaching, you're talking yourself up like you're hyping yourself up for something bigger than anything, like. Because I think what? your confidence is, that's really what she's going to be attracted to when it's a stranger. If I'm approaching yeah. a stranger, 
it's almost like really it ain't even what I'm saying as much as it's my How? it's my the energy to bring yeah, yeah. that's and so I have sexy to, and I think a lot of guys actually shoot themselves down uh, before they do it yeah. so any anything can throw you off and if you ain't really in that zone like I'm about to like almost make her feel like you stupid if you ain't motherfucking about to walk away with me. See, like, but the so thing is, a guy will say that. Everybody not sales. Everybody not sales. But a guy Exude will say that. Like that. He'll be like, oh, you don't want to fuck but, with me? You missing out. Just because like, you out. say it, but just because you say it don't, don't mean, mean it's you true. Mean it. Don't mean it's true. It, you just it, saying it. It ain't in your true. Heart it ain't true. It's just I'm like it's sales. Missing out on nothing. Passing on a door. Because it's almost like you have to. I ain't missing out. Nah, Bree. The nigga that walk around and say he can hoop don't mean he can hoop. You can watch and see the nigga who like girls. No, when you walk up, hey, what's up? You know what I'm saying? What's going on with how you doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you kick it with her, she already know, like, I should probably fuck with this nigga. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to walking up to her and be like, I'm probably a nigga you should fuck with. Yeah. Right. It, it's sort of like a dude who says, I'm a good dude. You don't have to tell me you're a good dude. Your actions are showing me. Get spoken, the fuck out of here. But sometimes, it, but see, that's the weird thing about the approach. And for a guy, you know, especially like Bad one, younger, we talk I used like to get rejected all the time because I didn't have my, I didn't have my confidence. I didn't have my juice together. I didn't have my, it was like, damn, this shit is fucking me. This shit is fucking me up. I can't figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. Like almost like I was, I used to be uh, probably a two for 15 from the field. Damn, damn. And two for 15 went into like maybe five from 15. And then five from 15 go to 10 from 15. Mm-hmm. And then 10 from 15 go to 12 from 15. And then I'm damn near hit everything I, I for the most point part. on because I know my target. And then it's energy. But every time I'm approaching, it's way more about how I'm feeling. And if I'm exuding like, damn, something's different about this motherfucker. See, and if I don't wrong. feel that way, she can feel I'm it. already shooting myself. <laughs> Lost. Down. And when I was two from 15, the number one thing I led with, and this is like an iota of game, would be like, you probably don't fuck with goods like me. And it's like, well, I, I never even with. thought about that. So but now that you presented nigga. a reason not to, to fuck, fuck with, with you, you, guess what? I don't fuck with dude, you. I did a dude like that. He was like, yeah, you probably shouldn't fuck with a nigga like me. I was like, you right. Dude. Exactly. And he was like, I was joking. I was like, it came out your mouth. I was yeah. like, I believe in what you say. How you yeah. feel about you, I'm a, you know you better than me. And yeah. a lot of times, and guys, I stopped talking to him. A lot of times, guys come to the table, especially when they get rejected. Like they ain't got the game or they got the confidence. They come with the extra shit that they think is supposed to catch somebody, yes. like a car, the like chain, money, the glasses, the, the money. Oh, yeah, and that, that, that don't work, then all they can go off is like, "Bitch, you broke. I'm getting money over here." It's like, yeah. but nigga, you a lame. You a cornball, like yeah. nigga. But you don't feel what you feel those possessions give you. So much of it, like I say, it's about, it's the same thing about performance. Mm -hmm. And I know y'all can relate to this Mm -hmm. with performance. Like, it's been times, Uh it's been times where like, I'm in rhythm even if the crowd ain't with me and then I win them over. And I think it's Mm -hmm. the same thing about approaching because it's almost like, she is the crowd and approaching is like a performance because it's almost like you're you I'm intriguing her enough to be like, damn, it's something different about this motherfucker that I got to find out. You, about. you can get cuter to a girl nigga in five minutes you if you can. go over there and say and move the right way. Like you can easily sway her like nigga. It's so almost like, like winning an election. Like nigga, yes. it was like you came out of nowhere. Like, yeah, it's def- I've definitely done shows where I walked out and. I can say the same jokes, but if the confidence ain't there, this shit ain't working. Yeah, like when I was when I was like at my best, probably like thirteen from fifteen, I could walk up to a group. It would be like seven, seven women together, and I would walk up to the group specifically saying, "Okay, 
and then I, I'd observe, and then I'd approach, I would say, okay, this is the one that most guys want. So I'm going to give her the attention first, but I'm going to make sure that I turn my back on the one that I really want and talk to every other girl <laughs> in the group, close on the one I want. Like, I was telegraphing this type of shit. So it, and it would work. And niggas would be looking at me like, how in the fuck do you walk up to seven women you don't know and not buy them drinks or nothing? And I'm like, it's about the fucking energy. And if you got the right energy... You can do that shit. But See, if you I'm got doing the wrong, this wrong energy, but energy is important and niggas don't get that. See, they know that I'm it's not. It's all about ready. delivery. So when I go in, I be fumbling. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go straight. I'm I don't know what I'm gonna say, but I'm gonna work it out. You talking about guys or you talking about you? Me when I approach a guy, I'm gonna figure it out. I'm I'm doing it wrong. Bree, do you this what you're doing wrong. You approaching niggas and you don't have to. Like they don't come to Bree, me. You, they don't you, come. You doing exactly I'm what you're let saying, you go Bree. My inbox. You can say that, but I know you got niggas and I don't talk to you about <laughs> the niggas that you done dealt with. What about you the man that was at the last show? I don't and know. The, what's and the other Sunday. both them dudes. Both the dudes. But that's the thing. Like like, that's the thing. Bree, Bree in here trying to flip this shit around, but it's like Bree, you are, niggas looking at you. Like I said, you the Patriots, and niggas and niggas like us is the Lions looking at you. Like shut the fuck up. You you go to the Super Bowl whenever you want. You the reason they party. I mean, Ryan was talking about this. Women, women are the reason niggas party. Like like a woman that never go to a party and say it's lame because the whole purpose of the party is for women to have a good time. So they gonna yeah. make sure it's popping. Like so. So it's like if you know that's the energy that's coming as a woman, you already like, all right, this shit better be lit. If it's not, I'm leaving. And low key, yeah. Ron is a classic classic example of confidence. Like in the time that Ron's been to LA, mm -hmm. almost every trip back, he got more swagger with him. Like where now Ron is in a different stratosphere just talking and interacting with any woman. Where you like, where women would be like, damn. But when I first met Ron, Ron was like more just not at that level of swag. Where now really? it's like, something's different about this motherfucker. I mean, here I Where you want to be around this motherfucker. And I'm not even saying, like, whether you Google him or not Google him and whatever's going on. He has enough going on in his life now where his confidence is he built up He mastered himself. Exactly. It's just like, it's like, it's like, it's like perfecting what you got to work with. You ain't perfect, but you're going to perfect what you got to work with and you know and you hunt what you can catch. So Ryan is confident in that. Like, nigga, like my nigga, JD the Smile Hustler, he know what he confident in catching. And when you know what you're confident in catching. You know how to approach it. Like, nigga, if you hunt deer, you know, nigga, you yes. got to get a deer. You put deer piss on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You go out there, you lay in the deer blinds, and you're going to catch you one. Most niggas is out here. Like, honestly, nigga, and I say this a lot, and it's been my problem for the longest. It's really not a woman I can't have. It's really not a woman I can't have, bro. I see a lot of these motherfuckers. What's the deal, crud? Okay. Uh, it's really not a lot of women I can't have, dog. And it was yeah, at I one point, too. I know what he was talking about. You just didn't have the confidence, but once I mastered myself, it was like, oh, I know what it is with me. I know how to. But it's most like, of the, the times most part, when you nigga, were getting shot down, with, f let me tell this to men: when you get rejected, you really rejecting yourself because your energy ain't right. Your energy ain't right. Like what he's saying. Like you can get her. It's just your energy ain't right. If you I don't in, agree. if you in no now, woman, I, I, I hear what you're saying, Bree. I hear what you're saying because men approach woman, me Bri. with their comp. Like I've had no. men who are not who I'm not physically attracted to, whose confidence was just fine, but because I was not attracted to them, no matter what when, this man says, nothing no is absolute, Bree. Nothing is absolute. Some like, motherfuckers just not gonna like you, and yeah. that's like, okay. But I'm saying most people are on the fence. Like, most people are willing, are able to be swayed, dog. Like, I always say, dog, there's yeah. two types of women in the world. It's women that mm -hmm. like me and it's women that don't know they like me yet. 
Yes. <laughs> okay. But that's how you okay. got to start feeling when you get into approaching. And if you don't feel that way, if you're not feeling that way and you're about to approach approach her, then guess what's going to happen? If you're thinking about, damn, she probably going to trip because I got kids. She probably going to trip because I ain't got this new car. She probably going to trip on how where I live. She probably going to trip on um, whatever the fuck is going on in your mind. Because there's different levels of attraction, the minute bro. That you start, the minute you start rejecting yourself mm-hmm. and playing that out, it starts kind of playing out. Right. It's the law your, of attraction. In your, Such a Leo in, thing in to say. Manifesting. It, I know. Well, but, but, but I'm just saying, it's just, it's just certain just shit like you in, know. Just See? like in y'all performance and comedy. Yeah. The, the, like, it's, I don't know what it is you know, about comedy that's so crazy as seeing somebody crash on stage but it's it's almost like you see the levels of rejection and it's almost like watching a fucked up car crash yeah because it's like seen it. one it's like Bad damn and they try that one joke somebody they, said Brie look like a uh, like she got a bunch of dudes so don't try that she, she do, do. I but do that's the thing. not Brie I don't have be, a bunch Brie of dudes Brie wanna be the exception to the rule so much it's not too many I'm niggas not. Brie can't have <laughs> yeah. she might have a couple niggas she couldn't have and that was probably because they was weirdos wait wait time out time out but the problem with women be it's not that they can't have them it's they can't have them how they want them what you mean talk to them meaning that Meaning that, like, women can always get some access to some dick, but yes. can they get access to, to the what they, they want? want from him? Oh, you mean what comes beyond the dick? Yes. Y'all gotta go uh, deeper into that one. What that. you mean? Uh, meaning, uh, meaning, like, if you sit in them DMs and see some monkey. I mean, yeah, if I sit, of course, <laughs> yes. Okay, that's true. If I sit in drunk. a DM, like, sorry, drunk. Let me say, <laughs> you dick to come on, of course, and they're gonna be like, hey, babe. And like, that's not how you want but it. But that's. I, that, you're right that's not how that's I want to Alicia says that you have to be confident be authentic and then the energy will guide you that is absolutely I right I feel that absolutely right I feel that but yeah you know that's crazy of course if I if I if I hit them with like after dark Brie of course they gonna all yeah, be like hey. come here girl <laughs> but yeah that's but that's not the energy that I give out more people approach me with that energy than I ever put out I don't I don't give off that I didn't think I gave off that vibe but niggas will try so why you think you getting approached like that I don't know. Like, I don't do, like, the pictures from the back. I don't be like, oh, I'm Bri, horny. No like, ass, so excuse me, this down. ass is nice. Don't play. Don't you don't come for me. Off, my baby. I'm just don't come for me. This is a nice ass. I grew this one. I'm a friend of yours. I'm going to tell you what's <laughs> going on. I have a nice ass, Josh. You ain't got to. It's niggas who like my ass, and it's niggas who don't know that they like my ass yet. I mean, Bree, niggas up. that like you like what they like. She used your line. Uh, it's niggas that like this ass, and niggas that don't know that they like this ass yet. I mean, niggas like what they like, but it's just like, I would not suggest you take pictures and be like, from the back, turn around. Excuse niggas would be like, me, you want to put your assets out there that that are out there like, you know, I, I'm a funny nigga. Dude, I can't help shit. it. He is down this nigga, Trav said, tell her to stand up. <laughs> I'm not standing up, but I got a nah, nice ass. Now, nah, she had a nice ass, it wouldn't have been no problem no, with her standing I don't up, Trav. No, because I show my ass on social media. You this shut ain't up. So, well, this is social media. Right. This is for the podcast. We're trying to get our numbers up. <laughs> no, not, it ain't going to be off this little we ass. Ain't trying to go, we ain't trying to go OnlyFans <laughs> up in this motherfucker. Right. <laughs> in a minute, I'm going to be like, I like my titties. Show them. No. But I'm just saying, My Bree, titties are amazing, and so it's, is the It's fans. definitely about, like I said, I think a lot of them niggas that's out there moving don't have the confidence, and they moving with a false sense of swag. And when they move and they get knocked down, they get hurt because they like yes. damn he ain't feeling my shit it's like nigga yes. regroup you know what I'm saying like every girl ain't gonna respond to you oh grabbing on their arm nigga yes, I've don't never do that. grabbed a girl on her don't arm don't touch me I've never played that role like nigga I give women they space but now like I said as far as my confidence it kind of it speaks for itself like when when you talking to somebody you know it's three different levels you trying to connect it's a couple levels you trying to connect on mm-hmm. it's like alright off, off top it's like oh yeah my attract this nigga he either alright or I'm into him or he not and right. then it's like alright intellectually that can open up a whole another thing you might not like him off the boom bar, 
while. But then yeah. you talking to him, you like, damn, I like what he's saying. I like how he talk. I like how he smell. Right. Like it's just a whole bunch it's of other vibe. stuff yeah. that's niggas not taking into consideration, and they get mad. And it's the it's the generation, nigga. It's the strip club generation. It's bitches yeah. on stage, and niggas treat every woman like a stripper. And if yes. it's like, I'm offering you this, and you're not taking it, then fuck you. Which yeah, is not sad. That. And then they do it quickly. Yeah. Like you said that it's levels, but most men don't go through the levels because it's it's an but, immediate but thing because they see you immediately dudes. and they just go for the kill. It's like, oh hey, how you doing? Let me call you. What? But Who are you, sir? And that's the cut. Like, yeah. What's niggas your cut name? That fast. Niggas cut that fast from like, how you doing? Yeah. To give me all access to you. Yes. Instant like, access to you. And I'd be like, excuse me, sir. What is your name? Who? What? If I give you the number, who you asking for? You didn't even ask my name. But I like, would, you didn't give a fuck I, about none of that. I would say the social skills. Ain't what they used to be just due to why not? A lot oh, of they reasons. can't communicate. They, I don't why? even think Social they know how to media, read. Everything's so uh, quick. Likes, yeah. comments, I mean, you know, like cash app. Like, I mean, it's not even just necessarily approaching, man. I mean, it's some bad. of the people I've hired to work with me. Like, th- just their communication skills is different if you're younger, especially. Yeah. Like, people don't have the gift of gab. They cannot communicate. You know, and gift of gab is one of the number one I don't one touch them, Trav. I don't touch women. Yeah. Women don't like to be touched Do by people they don't me. know. He say he tap them on their arm don't just to get me. their attention. No. I don't touch a woman, nigga, until... Nigga, I know what time it is. Like, nigga, I high five the shit out of girls. I high five the shit out of girls. And they're like, nigga, give me a hug. And I'm like, bet I've been working out so they can feel all this man on. <laughs> so it's like, is that like, right? I, nigga, I thirst them all the way out. Social skills are non-existent. Yeah, you're right, mm-hmm. uh, Kier. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, I thirst a woman out as far as like attention and touching. Look, look at bad one. She said, don't touch me. Like, they yeah, don't want. Don't do women it. don't want to be touched until they yours. And then, nigga, you can do but whatever you want. Until, I mean, let us lean into you. Like, if you're trying to talk to me and I lean into you or I, I tap mean, you on the chest that's, or I, that's, that's I'm initiating. Right. You I'm gotta, initiating you gotta, it don't yeah. you initiate it so you gotta, you gotta know but that's all in body language and i mean it's it's you you kind of like it's not like a um it's not like a workshop out there where like you know the only way you get better at this is you gotta go through trial, and error. trial and error you gotta go through On the job you gotta start yeah. at two from 15 On job training. you gotta work your but way yo, up it's never gonna get better if the first time or the second time or the 15th time or the 23rd time you get rejected your goal too is fuck you bitch yeah like that's like, what you gotta you, do that can't be your let me say this too a lot of my a lot of my knowing <laughs> shout out to my man kills uh a lot of my knowing how to approach came from like just looking at like kills and Kool Aid, like so those two dudes, like just hanging out with them at like the age of like nineteen, twenty, twenty one. It'd be like I probably see Kool Aid like every other weekend, and I see Khan like damn near every other day. Mm-hmm. And those guys will approach. I mean, like within three hours, I sometimes see them approach five different women and sometimes it wasn't even to get numbers it was just almost just to interact right. with women so as it was like damn like they were like the first people I've seen drive down the street turn their car around stop stop their car get out the car and approach the woman walking on the street and it's like I'd be like damn that shit seemed crazy as hell don't approach now, me now let me say this Hold it on, took Kira. a I'm gonna while say that. I'm gonna tell to get to that. that point where it's like you have to be around guys. Like I guess in, in the basketball analogy, you got to be around guys that play basketball better than you. You, if you want to know That's how to approach now. women, you got to be around guys that know how to approach women, know how to interact with women, that make it easy. If you're around a lot of like the incel guys that be like, women are too difficult, women are crazy, women don't want a lot, and they never approach women themselves, mm-hmm. you're never gonna get better. Don't listen you to niggas on YouTube. Shame. Don't do it. You almost have to be shamed by being that one guy that every time you out, you see Kool-Aid walk away with 
15 different women and interacting with them and you ain't interacting with one or you just waiting for that one girl in the corner which in a lot of ways I think that'd be like the Brie type person. <laughs> what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what you waiting you for the girl in the corner that you think is friendly and that's the wrong woman to approach. Why am I the wrong woman to approach? I'm just talking to the guys that's listening right because now. Because that niggas it's almost like the weakest gazelle. It's like you sitting I'm around waiting. Yeah, you just sitting there and you like, damn, ain't nobody talked to her all night. She looking yeah. crazy. Niggas done yeah. rejected her. You thinking and you that it's there, a now it's like, barrier. Yeah, now it's like, all right, bet. This, you know what I'm saying? It's like hooping on JV. It's not as hard. It's like, all right, she already open to it. You need what? to be that guy and start at the top and work your way back. So, like, I Did mean, you if you're an older guy Go and to you got to relive your club. club years, you almost got to start with, like, whoever the baddest one you think is in the club that's getting the most attention so and start there and start work your way back. start at the baddest one and work your way down. Work your way back. All right, hold on. Kira wow. just said, I'm going to say her name right. Kira's world said, guys don't take rejection well. As a result, women avoid interaction. That is and, so true. And even more reason where you have to know that that's happening. Cause and women, get better cause, at cause the funny thing about it, it's even harder now. Like I can't even remember a time, cause I don't know no other time before this. But women always seem to not want to be fucking bothered. They so don't. now you have Man. to work through that, even though it's like yes. I'm putting this front up. So these two niggas that I don't like fuck with don't come say nothing to me. Cause yeah. the minute I show any type of whatever, Man. then every nigga running over there like, damn, what up, baby girl? Hey, blue shorts, what's yeah. happening with you? Yeah, Very because that's the other thing. Yeah, but, when she approached after you open her up. Like, if you're in the club atmosphere or the day party, I mm-hmm. guess now, if that day shit parties. ever comes back. Yes. After you interact with her, the every other, other guy that's measuring that himself, it's almost like now they're no longer looking at her. They're measuring themselves to you. you. They're like, uh-huh. damn, this nigga don't even got on Cardi's. So Let I don't know. There. I can approach oh, she fucking with cuz. I know I'm on. You know what that, I'm saying? That <laughs> attitude exists in men. It's almost like their confidence is built off of measuring themselves, themselves against off of you. But I remember being Be the youngest dude. Be around players in the game. Know? might rub off on you. That's what Darius That's said. Agree. Yo, Darius that, said that is real. That is wow. real. I was I was two for fifteen at Chuck's Millionaire Club. You <laughs> you were learning that motherfucker. That's what Darius said, yeah, so man. So it's just averages. Basically, you just but you shoot get better until after a while. You get better people and say you learn. They like, like that's why it. you, you know, get more comfortable. Debris is way better than you think it is, but you just take the rejection more hard to heart than you need to. Because I'm like, yeah. Bree, I'm looking at you. I know you, and I know how niggas yeah. used to be on you in the, like the poetry community. I was like, niggas, like, hey, Bree, 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 this. I want to talk to Bree. I'm like, they Bri didn't shoot, they shoot. Well, whatever, Bree. I'm telling you what the niggas was saying. You had two Thank guys you, at this one event like I two weeks ago. I did not have two on, guys. Dog. I was there with one guy. It just so happened that that other guy showed up. I why didn't invite him. The, why was he I at your event? I didn't invite him. I don't know. Because it was public and free. Yeah, hey, I and, guess and it who, was. And who, and who page do he follow? He probably followed you. Yeah, he probably followed He, I mean, he probably came knowing Bree was there. Niggas say Bree Pump Faker. yeah, he came Bree knowing Bree Pump no, He did not. I had not talked to that man in months. And then you know he still followed you thinking, damn, He's, it's COVID. When I liked him, when I invited him out, he never once showed up. And I'm here with another nigga. Now. And here he go like, hey. I'm like, hey. What's up, bro? Yeah, that nigga that was there. That's you. With me. He was that's there with a, his whole twin, Bree. too. His, <laughs> you being, nigga look just alike. So Bree, I have a type. You was being game goofy right there. You being game goofy. And you slipped. No, because he was following you, and tr- trust me, if, if he, a man, nope. women that's listening, if you do public events and a man show up, 
I don't give a fuck what he say. He following your ass and he there to no. see you. Nothing the wrong. thing we is, talking about why no, guys can't he was rejection. there with another artist who he's always normally with. Like, I didn't know neither one of them was coming, but I'm really good friends All right, with Bri, the other one. we ain't finna argue no. this point. We did it for Bree, you got niggas. So that's the point of the thing. You <laughs> yeah. keep trying to talk this point down. You have niggas that fuck with you and niggas may not, you may shoot your shot with niggas who know why he ain't fucking with you. Maybe he got something he probably more focused on. Maybe you ain't his cup tight, of tea. Right. Fuck that it. nigga. That's how it is. He ain't giving her you, what she yeah, wants. Thing. I mean, yeah, but that, a nigga take anything from anybody. Uh, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I done gave this dick to some, some bitches who don't deserve it. And I'm going to say that nigga to the day. And some bitches probably gave me some pussy that I didn't deserve. But they got what they wanted about that thing. God damn it. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what you're supposed to get. I take the bell on that. But my thing, like I said, my nigga, I'm just being real. Uh... It's uh, you just have to move in a certain way. I don't. We damn near got away from the topic. Fuck that. People Yo, why being rejection? Re- rejection is like I'm telling you in my mind at the root. Like even breaking up, like Ooh. being broken up with. When is, they take it worse. I don't know. Women take it worse, especially know. if you if the guy did something. I don't know. Yeah, we I don't get know. mad, man. I don't because know. we feel like we wasted our time. You played us, you hurt us, like you deceived us, like you didn't keep up your end of the deal. We take that shit personal, y'all. When the breakup happens. Immediately, y'all be like, fuck I it, oh well. But you don't get the like, flip of it, though. Dude. The, 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 the flip of it is, instantly a nigga's like, oh, I'm back on the new pussy train until a nigga realize ain't shit out there. And then he got to really live with the <laughs> next six, seven months to a year. Once you figure it out and you happy, you go back to the gym and you meditate and doing Pilates and you done upgraded your life, that he done fucked up. So at the end of the day, a nigga can't handle that. Because a nigga always feel he can come back until he realize he, he can't. can't. And then that's when the rejection even seeps in even more. Where it's like, bitch, wait a minute, I thought you loved me. But the nigga played himself out of position. Yes, that is true. That happens a lot. So niggas don't like niggas don't take rejection at all well. I, I definitely agree. I agree a hundred percent. I agree. Why is that though? Like what is the, the meal of that? Ego. ego is fragile. Ego. The thing that ego. the thing that make us walk around with like we got the big dick. The confidence. And then once it gets once it get hurt, once you find out you, once yeah. you find out your dick ain't big as you thought it was, it's not. You walking sir, around not feeling like a big not. dog no more. Yeah. Like, it's different when you, okay, put it like this. It's one thing, we, I, I hate we use a lot of sports analogies on this show, but. Y'all know I don't shit, know shit about sports. No, nah, but just, I mean, but this is <laughs> this is the main nigga right here. So imagine at one point you are, let's just say you. You, you Jordan on the Bulls and then you Jordan on the Wizards. But, I mean, even that, it's almost like. But isn't what, he still a, a king in both? I mean, he is, but nah, it's just two he different wasn't guys. On the Wizards because he was old. Because then when Kobe, because niggas ain't scared of you no more, but I was just going to say, like, it's like when you walk into a building and. You LeBron, and when LeBron's, when you that nigga, but then LeBron James walk in there, you're not as tall as you was before. Okay. So it's like a knock on you. It's like, like, like he said, you judging yourself off everybody else in the room. Yeah. So when you come in there and your ego is shattered now, like, I ain't go, like, nigga, I'm that, like, I feel I'm that nigga. Like, if LeBron James walked in there, I'm like, bitch, I'm in here too. You automatically, your ego automatically tell you, like, that nigga ain't fucking with you. Yeah. So imagine when that gets bruised, that one thing that makes you, that helps you, that that, that pushes you in life as a man, yeah. mm-hmm. and somebody can poke at it and fuck with it enough, like, you know what I'm saying, rejection, or women test niggas' male ego, niggas ego all and the time. And rejection can be, and, and, and personally, as a man, I know talking to a woman, it actually hurts more to get rejected like what you said, Bree. When a woman rejects me in a polite way, that shit hurts more than a woman Why? being rude. I'd rather almost I'd rather have a woman be more rude because then I can just take it as oh, she's a terrible she, person. Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't want to fuck her no If way. she reject me real polite, it's like, damn. And then you sort of be and believing they the bullshit. Start with damn. They be like, you, damn. <laughs> you be believing the bullshit she tell you, sort of. 
Because it's true. And I don't give you a whole line. Ask me for my number. You want Let me know. get your number. No, thank you. But that was, I appreciate you offering. No, that bitch, you gonna give me that number. More. That hurt a whole lot more. Like, That's crazy. That hurt a whole I, lot more. Like I'm not interested. I, I'm not interested. It's like I can deal with more because it's so like. So do it hurt? You a rude so let me person. ask you this, Car. Do it hurt when she let you down politely, but then you see her give another nigga a number in the club? Both, both hurt. But I <laughs> rather <laughs> hurt the worst. I rather have her get to. Yeah, that'll hurt more. I would, like I say. It, Give me a little bit of salt. Don't 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 add no sugar to the shit. What? Give me salt, and so then I can rude. deal with it better. I rather have a woman How? be more rude. I, I'm being polite to you. I'm being nice to you. I'm not being I rude to you. you. I didn't I'm disrespect you. I'm speaking from my perspective. Like, from his way, I'm speaking from my perspective, and from my perspective, I rather <laughs> have some salt. Me shot. Damn, what was the rudest a girl ever? I rather ever... have some salt in it. Too. What was the rudest a girl ever rejected me? This is what the rudest shit was, and you know what? This might to this day. Be reason why. Be the reason <laughs> that I be mad at a lot of these hoes. Uh uh. Sixth grade. Sixth grade. <laughs> I, what Josh. did I tell you about it? Go back to like some adolescent <laughs> shit. I just thought yeah. about this. Sixth grade, my nigga. I was in Miss Nyler class, third hour. And we were sitting in class. And at the time, I had a girlfriend, uh, Courtney. And uh-huh. so shout out Courtney. Shout out to Courtney. How does he remember this shit? Go because ahead. Because as a man, you, you remember that adolescent shit most to, than anything. I'm about to tell you why. So it, 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 it sticks to you. Your that's head. your foundation. It that's, is. That's the, you know what I'm that saying? That adolescent shit sticks out in All your right, mind. What so, happened, Josh? So, so, Courtney, right? We in class. Uh-huh. I'm sitting there taking my test or whatever, looking down. Courtney, and I don't know why, but she was sitting at another table in front of me. And it was her and a girl named Ebony. And Ebony was like just this loud motherfucking in school. Like loud, talk crazy to everybody. Teachers were scared of her. She was taller than everybody, <laughs> big ass titties. And she was just a, a, a loud motherfucker. And Ebony had wrote on, on a piece of paper, uh-huh. like she had wrote on a big ass piece of paper. Like, <laughs> I didn't know. I just, she was writing. And then she was like, Josh. And I'm writing on tests and shit. Like, and I look up. And she had, a, she had a note on that bitch. And on the note, it was like, Josh, Courtney don't want to fuck with you no more. You broke and you born. <laughs> and I was sitting there when like, said, when he just said hurt me, that is hurtful. And I'm in the sixth grade. Of course I'm broke and born. It ain't shit <laughs> up to do as a sixth grader. And I was like, and I can remember like, and then it, I don't know if what? other niggas saw it, but in my head, <laughs> the, whole, saw the whole sixth grade class saw that shit. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> who graduated 2002 saw that. Uh, and to this day, I remember that like, why you just didn't pull me to the side? See, I would have been the nice one to pull him to the it side. It still would have like, hurt it's it. It's just not working Because this was like my first real girlfriend. Hold on, somebody said, y'all remember the rejection hotline number? Or am I mm-hmm. showing my age? It's a rejection hotline number? Ebony oh, Miserable yeah, you ass. give out the number and it'll tell you who called. Like, yeah, this person yeah, gave I you the remember. number because they weren't interested this for one of these. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. that. I gave that out a couple Darius times. Said, I remember Darius that. Darius said, I tried to pull a chick once and her friend said, girl, he tried to talk to you in a Saturn. That shit hurt. That shit hurt. Like that right there, nigga, literally, I remember that, bro, because I remember sitting here and Ebony did that. And Courtney probably just didn't even tell her to say that, but Ebony was just a motherfucker to be like, oh, you don't like that nigga no more? And she was like, she was like, oh, I'll tear that nigga soul apart for the next 36 years. In life. <laughs> 36 years. And crazy part about it, Ebony wanted to fuck me. All the girls that's that rejected me in school up, grew up to be women with worse baby daddies. Oh, that's a fact. Like, I ain't gonna say out of that I be hoping that a motherfucker that didn't fuck with me end up with somebody terrible. See? But at the end of the day, it'd be like, I know you see me. I know, I you, know see you see me. me. I know you see me and I know you see my kids, how they look. I see yours. Hilarious. That Come is on now. hurtful, Come on now. Mario yours. says that he handles it well and it's just a part of life. 
Well, shout but out you to gotta that nigga. grow to that. You gotta grow yeah. to that. Oh, Mario, Mario, right? Mario, how old are you? Type in and let us know. How old you are. He is not a seventy. It took me a while. He might be. I tried to get him horn and she let me down. Lead a horn. But now, Car is right though. You gotta holler at the best one. It's like working at the. It's like going to jail. You knock out. The toughest motherfucker in there. So, so you start like, at the top and you work go your way to down. the top because because nine times out of ten, I hear a lot of bad motherfuckers say niggas be scared to holler at me. Yeah, and they be surprised. So when you step to him, you be like, I thought you. I said all the time, like, I ain't gonna lie to you. I thought you crying stuck up. I ain't know because you know. And I I get in my bag. But low key. Now what he what? said. Now let me say this to every guy that's listening. If you say that exactly like that, you may get rejected. But yes. so much of when he say it, it's his energy. Yeah, I can pull it's it off. How he say it. And I don't be running game like and, and girls it's be like and girls be like game not having shit. game is a new game. I literally be holding conversations like I'm a like as much as we do comedy and y'all think we want to talk a lot. At least me, I listen better than anything in the world. So I'm just talking that damn near true. interviewing you like we on the podcast and I'm just asking questions and then you gonna say something. I'm gonna knock it out the park. I'm gonna dunk it. I just got the ability to do that. <laughs> so it's like I'm not running game and then I'm gonna be real with you like if I say that to you like yeah I ain't gonna lie you came off stuck up to me and I'm gonna tell you why and she gonna be like the average nigga she might be like oh well, yeah you probably shouldn't have fucked me, but it's like me for some reason I can just pull it off I don't know I just got to this level probably about 10 years ago like comedy put me in this bag so it, I'm the best version of myself dog I'm just trying to tell you but nigga whatever your worst rejection was hey who what was your worst rejection somebody tap in and let me know right now that's how you gotta do it dog yeah tap in like if you wanna tap in live or just put it in the comments what was I, your worst I'll ever being you, rejected I'll tell you my worst rejection and it's funny too because it's like that old school shit you remember but it was in the 10th grade back when I was taking the bus Told you. Um, and I'm taking the Dexter bus back. And and the girl, she used to like, in my mind, she was flirting with me every day. And I think she may have just been using me as like keeping your attention. You know, you ride the bus with people. You got like your bus friends. Yeah, he's like, I don't know whoever took the bus. But if you take the bus, you got bus friends mm-hmm. and shit. Right. This was back when I went to King. So we would go and she would ride the Dexter and she ride the Larner. I thought you told me this. Right. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> So one day I was like, one day it was like we was going into like one of them breaks and shit. And I was like, okay, I'm building up all this shit in my mind. Because back in the day, as a kid, I would build up so sh- so much shit in my mind. to like, this is the right time to approach. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. I would overthink the whole thing. And I'm like, we heading into Thanksgiving. It'll be a good reason to catch up. And then it's like, I can just be like, yo, we can catch up during the time when we ain't on break. And she's like, all right, cool. And then she wrote down her number and she wrote down anonymous. And I didn't even know what the fuck the word anonymous was at that point in time. <laughs> wow. And she wrote and gave me a number to anonymous. And that was the rejection hotline. Wow. And it fucked up everything. So that means the rest of that school year, I never could ride the bus with her. Yeah. I had to wait an extra bus because wow. it was too much of a rejection point to be back on the bus with her. So niggas would be like, yo, why the fuck you don't want to try to get back to the crib earlier? And it'd be like, man, fuck that shit. Let's, let's run another game over here with the King Holmes dudes and play basketball. Wow. Wow, y'all wow, women is wow, some wow. terrible My but, human beings, but, bro. Y'all ruin niggas. All right, two things. Yeah, that's hurtful as <laughs> shit. Two things. One, my sister said that she's heard that about like a guy a guy said it to her about, oh, he thought she was stuck up. But my sister is fucking beautiful, so I can see why they would think that. She's See? so pretty. Shout out to your sister. Like them niggas. Do you feel that way it. about you? Do I feel like I'm pretty? Yeah, I think I'm pretty. See, okay. 
Kari about to pick you apart. Do you think you look better than your sister? <laughs> no, I think my sister is beautiful. Like, she looks like an adult. Like, she's grown and she's like this long, beautiful, flowy hair. And she's like, she's got a great smile. Like, my sister's so pretty, dude. Like, she's amazing. That's what's up. Um, Nigga says throw her IG out there. I, so want, you to love, I want you to love yourself <laughs> as much. I do. I do love myself. It's just, it's easier for me to say how much I love the comedians people around get, me. Comedians get more pussy than athletes. I stand on it. I, I believe that's I believe true. It too. I, I don't know too many athletes, but I know I got my share. Wait, we didn't do my rejection. I got okay. All right, we didn't. We ain't passing it up. Go ahead, Bree. Okay. You finna so, make up some wild shit. No, I'm not. Because, <laughs> <laughs> no, because it, it dawned on me. Like some, nigga, <laughs> some nigga she met under the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah, she she like, like, he threw a whole garbage can at me. Like, what the no, fuck, no, 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 no. Okay. The cops on this exactly. It dawned on me that it was in elementary it was like it was in in See? middle it was in middle school and i will never forget his name his name was ozzy i told you that shit be African. sticking to your rib uh-huh and i think he i think he tried to talk to me ozzy if i get it wrong i'm sorry sweetheart uh um, he in there i know that we are friends on social media so wow. if he ever sees this i'm so sorry um he i guess he tried to talk to me and i guess i rejected him first but when he got mad about the rejection, he was he was super super smart. He was really smart. Like he brought a briefcase to school every day. Like he was that Damn, kid. He was African, right? He was. <laughs> <laughs> and, and at the time, that nigga was a substitute like, teacher. Look, now he's like super tall, but at the time he was really short. Like you know, it was a thing. We were in. Six, seven, so wait grade. a minute. He rejected you or you rejected him? I rejected him first, oh, but ahead. nicely, you know, the Breeway. And then he wrote a rejection letter for being rejected. And it was written in cursive. Mm -hmm. And he had wrote this how I'm stuck up and I'm this and I'm that. He can't even believe he liked me in the first place and wow. I don't deserve to be with anybody. Like, and then he like folded it up and dropped it. Yeah. Somebody picked it up and brought it to me. Oh, and wow. then I, I read the note and then I'm like, crying my little heart out in class and he comes up like I'm so sorry I you never thought you would read Ebony it energy. <laughs> <laughs> so my nigga really just he he wrote that to get it out of his yeah. mind he yeah. didn't yeah. give it to you God, he I got that bitch and it was like dear Brie <laughs> I want you to know that I have tried <laughs> to be in your life and you deserve to be with no one yes. <laughs> I, had, I planned exactly on buying you a matching suitcase to go with mine <laughs> but you shall <laughs> never know the greatness of the bounty of the love that yes. I provide <laughs> the sustenance of my loving. <laughs> yeah, he crushed my whole little heart. How did he crush you after you crushed him? Because, North, I, didn't, I didn't know how to but take that. But why you that. didn't like Ozzy, though? What was wrong with the nigga at the time? <laughs> you, I, I think I even had a type back then. Damn, bro. And he he just wasn't, he, he wasn't my type. He wasn't ain't shit enough? No. <laughs> my type <laughs> is not. My sister thinks that my type is like, fuck your life up. She'd be like, like when I send her pictures, whenever I like a guy, I send my sister the picture. Somebody said he has a husband now. Who, Ozzy? No. He Ozzy got a nick. What? They don't play that in Africa. He nah, does not. He'd be like, See, because I'm of you, Bree, nah, I like niggas. <laughs> no. Okay, I got somebody out here. All right, go ahead. Then I'm going to tell you, somebody just made a comment on mine. Talk okay, about the last it, time. Uh, my, my nigga e, e Green comedy. Go. Top Notch says, my worst rejection was when was my junior year. I had a huge crush on a boy, and I used to follow him after lunch, and every time I would see him and make eye contact, I would duck and hide. <laughs> like, wait, um... I would duck and hide. And then one day I built up the courage to talk to him. And then he was like, yeah, I've seen you around. And I was like, yeah, we should hang out. And he was like, I would love to, but I got a girlfriend. I was salty, like saltines. Like, what? 
Oh, well, was... technically, that's not rejection because yeah, he not... got somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he had a girlfriend. When a nigga just say, no, I'm single, I don't want to fuck with you, that's, that's just some holy... rejection. Right. Yeah, all right. My nigga E Green Comedy said, <clears throat> he down there in Houston, I think. He said, I used to walk this chick to the bus stop every day. Then one day, an older, older nigga with a car scooped her up <laughs> and she never took the bus again. <laughs> that nigga changed that bitch life. I'm feeling you, E Green. Dang, that's I know the bus. But I don't want on the bus, too. Somebody said you'll never meet that nigga Ozzy Goat. I, I remember taking <laughs> no, the bus like you be on social media. In my mind, it'd be like, damn, I ain't gonna talk to her. I ain't gonna talk to her. Like if she get off this exit, maybe, maybe. If we get off the same exit, I was four says. I remember like you remember names and shit. So <laughs> Tracy. It, uh, Tracy Green. Here we go. Tracy Green got off on the uh, same like, exit. Cousin. She was down <laughs> the street from my people. Shout, shout out Tracy. And I was like, fuck, nah, I'm forced to have to talk to her. That shit was the win. But, See? But this is the thing, though, dog. Like Kari was saying, like, and the funny thing about that rejection is, bro, you try to avoid the future of even having to deal with that person. Like, this nigga said he avoided getting on the yeah. bus again. Like, nigga, like, you, yeah. will, you will do anything you can to get away from that thing because it's always on your mind and you'll push it to the far back and all it oh, takes is a man. glimpse of that person or anything. Yeah. Like, imagine yeah. being on that bus and they laughing at something and you don't know what the fuck they laughing yep. at and you think they like... Laughing at like, you. Look at this clown now ass you're like, nigga. Dang, yeah. Getting off yeah, nigga, about four blocks too early. <laughs> four blocks. <laughs> I mean, I embarrassed nigga myself. Nigga said y'all names dropping like crazy, but we ain't saying that. Wow. But listen, this is what I want to say mm-hmm. when we talk about rejection. I always want to know this question. So if a guy proposed to a girl Ooh. and she says no, it's that over. nigga is able to go to the streets after that, right? I believe he should go to the streets after Thank that. You. Women tell I believe me, he women should. Women like no. Nah. Now and, wait, wait, wait. Now I've been told this before because I've had this talk. They say, I've heard that a man should know when a woman going to say yes. And any man that gets rejected at a proposal has probably already been fucking up so much. Now, I've heard that. That's now, true. I don't know how true this fucking is. Fucking up how? I agree. He, he fucking, like, period. Is he fucking like, up in the rejections? I mean, he fucking up in the, in the uh, proposal supposed to fix that? Yes. yes. Meaning like he's coming from right. This is a, yeah. He's coming from full This is a, I've been fucking up. It. Let me go ahead if and do it. If a woman don't accept your proposal... Because you've probably already talked about marriage beforehand, mm-hmm. then this motherfucker's pulling from full court. Yeah, I always thought that. Yeah. Like, if I propose to you, it's like, I just said, hey, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Just said no. It. You it's said open. no. Oh, well, I'm about to go get to the streets then. I'm not, I ain't ready yet. Well, go find another nigga you ready. And I'm ready to be back out here in the streets. I mean, but my whole thing is before that guy proposed, he knew she wasn't ready. You think like, he knew? you absolutely, you know your partner. Yeah. Well, he ready wasn't with pay- you. Right, or he wasn't paying attention to her. Point blank, period. Because if you're truly paying attention to your mate, you know when they're ready. Like women, when he does propose, it's because he took the time he was ready. Because men don't enter into that lightly. It's not <clears> something they wake up. Mm, I think I married this bitch today. No. Like the niggas that do it at concerts and do it at basketball games, I be like y'all. A lot of times I be hoping that shit fake because I'm like y'all niggas is setting y'all selves up for suicide. Like nigga, like you gonna sit here and do this at a Gucci Man concert and pray that she say yeah. But you you should know your mate. You know if she gonna say it. Yeah, I was gonna say most men. From what I hear, with from the woman's perspective, they say women we, know. We talked about women it. Know. Like you've asked me my ring size. Like we've discussed like Muzzle, what, what up, we would want to do, where we would want a honeymoon. Like yeah. we've had those conversations. If you ain't had them conversations, or you just cheating, or it's infidelity on both sides, yeah, and all of a sudden you like, court. will you marry me? Marry you, nigga. I had a girl. Nigga, right? I just put I you her, out. I had a girl. Right. <laughs> I had bought her some jewelry, and I sat it on on the uh, dashboard, <laughs> and I was like, we were just talking. And she didn't see me sit up there and then she was like, what's that? I was like, you look in there. She was like, no. 
she she just she was nervous. I'm like, what do you mean? No, just look in there. And in my head, once she saw the was, it was like a little charm or something like that. This bitch thought it was a ring. I'm like, bitch, I wasn't about to ask you to marry me, but I can tell. Nah, I bet I never asked you none of that shit. You let me know what time it was, bitch. But you was apprehensive. But let me say this. Let me say this though. She may have still really been with that. Right. But sometimes women are so because the first thing is no. It's like no, you're not doing this. Oh my god. We talk about knowing niggas' energy. The energy was like, nigga, no, we not there. But and I'm like, well, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you. I'm a like, story. bitch, I know we ain't there. I wasn't doing that. I went. It but was like, on one of my trips to New York, and one of the women I was seeing at the time was like, damn near mad every day. I was in New York, and I had to go through Cleveland, and my grandma knew. Uh, one of her friends on like this boutique and shit. So I bought her like some shoes and a bunch of shit from this boutique. And she's like, you know, I don't want to take all this shit and da, da 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 And I'm like, you know, you're going to take this shit. Like sometimes women act complicated just be to be motherfucking complicated. Oh, what? nigga, I got no. another story. Go ahead. Uh-uh. So, I mean, she ended up taking the shit and it's like, look, I'm going to just leave the shit here. <laughs> I bought this shit for you. I'm not, I'm not about to drive back to Cleveland and take it back. And then the next thing you know, all day it. the next day, thank she's sending you. me the pictures, taking this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All that shit. But she was being extra. Because sometimes women just make no, Shit. sometimes you're not. You like I know. Like sometimes women are used to the the nice gestures like that. Sometimes you know what I'm saying. And when it's unexpected, it kind of takes you back. And you're like, oh no, babe. Like we don't mean it. Like no, of course we want the shit. Three. Like I'm never gonna say I take it back. I hear what you're saying because it's like one of them. No, I can't believe shit. No, this bitch was like. Nope. She was like she ain't say no like that. But her energy was like. Whoa. All right, now I feel you. I feel her, you. her energy was like, what's finna happen? Like yeah. I don't know what's going on. It was like... I hope you don't think proposing in the car is the thing to do. I mean, nigga, what do it matter? If I'm spending the rest of your life with you, it can be on... Uh, it can be no, a, in the bathroom No, I'm saying that could have been subway. her thought. No, I'm saying that could have been her thought. In the bathroom I mean, of me personally, subway. I'm not big on the proposal. No, I, me either, but that's the funny thing, and that's a whole nother topic. We can talk about that on some other shit, but... That shit, I could just tell. I was looking at this bitch like, bitch, do you think I Yo, wanted to marry you? Let me How say long this, were y'all though? dating, Josh? Let me say this, though. It was a little minute. How if long is a little get, minute, Josh? It was over a year. Well, then she could have thought it was a ring. How old were you? I was in my late one. I, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, she thought it was a ring. It yeah. should have been a ring, Josh. You after dating her for a year. I'm still in the streets. But listen, <laughs> I'm, still <in> the streets. <laughs> I'm still in the streets. But this is what I'm saying. Like, now this Black time, men right, don't cheat. This is right here. This is right yes, here when I got This do. is right here. Black men don't cheat. Please, Josh, overlaps. What are you talking about? And that's this, cheating. I definitely overlap. See? Black men don't cheat. This is my thing, though. But that's not cheating. That's overlapping. That's just making sure you got that's a Set contingency up. plan. You I got move, you. You don't move out your apartment unless you got another place to stay. <laughs> okay. You know That's what? just common sense. So listen, this is what happened to me, right? And this was like in... How old was I when this shit happened? This when I was in Mississippi. So me and my my girl who was at the time, we fell off. We <laughs> fell off. I think whatever. I know this story too. <laughs> we fell off or whatever. And then, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm That's trying to, I'm trying to yes. get back. I'm trying to get back right with girl, right? I'm like, fuck it. I'm trying to get back right with old girl. <laughs> so, but this is my problem with relationships. <laughs> I try to make it work super hard at the end after it's already been over, right? <laughs> so old girl, <laughs> whatever the, the fuck, I'm bike home or whatever, and I'm trying to holler at her. So I'm like, bet, I know what she like. I'm about to go do this. I'm going to pull up. And I'm like, look, I'm back. I ain't tripping on that other <laughs> shit. I cheated. You cheated, bitch. Whatever. So I, I went to Walmart. I went to Walmart. I'm in Mississippi. I went to Walmart. <laughs> she loved Care Bears. And they had a Care Bear in there, and it was like in our favorite uh, color yellow. So I bought her this big, dumbass Care Bear. This bitch about four feet tall. 
big dumbass Care Bear. So I walk, I pull up to the crib. I pull up to the crib. My daddy this Carl, he had to escalate. This one, had the first body bitch. So down in Mississippi, none of them niggas had this bitch. So we whip up in there. I pull up in there. Jump out the car. I ain't seen her. I'm just getting back. And um, I walk in the house, knock on the door. And her, her stepdad and her mom saw me. And, you know, they don't answer the door. It's Mississippi. The door open. So I walk in. They're like, Oh, hey, Josh, they look surprised. They, they, see me with they this. look at him with that big-ass bear. So <laughs> this is what's adding Horrible. more to the mix. So I'm <laughs> like, what up, everybody? Because he looking like, damn, this nigga coming with gifts and shit. They like, what up? I'm like, yeah. They was like, how was Florida? I'm like, man, it was cool. I went down there. I learned a lot. And they patronized him with a bullshit conversation <laughs> on top of that. And I'm trying to come in and act like I done changed. I'm like, I, done, I was a man, bro. It's good to get away from the house. Now I'm ready to be who I need to be fully in life. You know what I'm saying? My dreams and my potential is fully realized. The lies, so, so I mean, but this is what I felt. So I walk in, she in her room, right? I walk in the room, like, what up? She like, hey, whatever. I'm like, shit, you know what I'm saying? I gave it a spill. Look, man, you did what you did while I was gone. I did what I did, but that ain't that don't affect nothing. What we got is real. <laughs> what we got is real. What we got is real, and you know that. Oh, okay. So you know, I'm you just here to let Chingy you know. And yeah. Jason Weaver. Yeah, I'm like, shit, you wanna come roll with me? <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I got you this beer, or whatever. She's like, Ugh. and so many words. She was like, you know, I really ain't on that. I kind of do I'm kind of feeling this and I was like uh, so I'm feeling crazy so I'm like well alright you can keep the beer she's like nah you should probably take the beer <laughs> And it's over, over And I was like uh, And I'm looking at this bitch like So now I gotta walk out With this motherfucker <laughs> So I'm like And then her people Like And they could've did me a solid Like And they could've went in their room They ain't had to stay in the living room And see me leave out Nigga I'm walking out They sitting there like uh, Alright then Josh I was like Alright man And I started getting, I started getting When he first probably was walking in He was like Holding the bear like a baby With the legs up and shit I know I know he was like Holding that bitch up Like with With, with prestige in the beginning when he walked out he was he holding that bitch like he was holding that shit like this um, shit ain't that funny it's my I'm life so like the, <laughs> he was holding it like it's my like life a, nigga said, like nah, Michael Vick holding a baby pig like by the by the, by the neck meat and, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then the thing about it bro the bitch was big and yellow so it ain't even nothing that can be discreet my nigga like I'm walking out with this beard bro like and they like alright Josh like nigga I wanted to get in this Escalade nigga and just Put the put the beer in the seatbelt and flip that motherfucker over, cuz and just end it all. Cause nigga, like now y'all gotta now they gotta take this big ass beer back, nigga. It was just like and nigga, they know what time it is. You ain't buying that beer for no kid. Then, nigga, I, I, and, and everybody at Walmart in Mississippi, nigga, and in Philadelphia, Mississippi, everybody know everybody. So they like, man, Josh brought that beer back. See, <laughs> like, that's your. It mind. was like nigga, it was like three. Yellow Care Bears in the state of Mississippi, nigga. So they don't get a lot of them. So it came back. They was like, damn, she must have hold that nigga. But no, nigga, I never forget that. I never yes. forget that. Because that the was the first time that I understood women's energy. And I was like, oh, you not mine no more. Like, mm-hmm. it's another nigga imprint on you. Yeah. Like, you you don't, like, some, that small thing in you that fuck with me might want to take it. But the large part of you was like, no, nah, nah. it's like me taking that or be me doing something and it's not how I really fuck with you. Yeah. And it was like, once that bitch and did see, that. the thing is, and this is what hurt. The hurt is, like, when you walk out with that bear, it's like he's reliving that whole situation, even walking back to the Walmart and the exchange. Okay, so like, now. 
My you question know, is like this, his though. confidence is getting more shattered, and they like, so what you want to do? And they'd be like, I want to go. I want to <laughs> exchange. I want to. I need my money. Yeah. Can I get my There's little? Can I get my little thirty <laughs> bucks? And they're like, back? all right, right. you gotta go over to that line. Okay, so here's like, the thing. Damn. You now that you had this major rejection, did that stop you from making a grand gesture like that to someone else? I haven't done nothing like that since, but I remember I did it a time before that. That's the and funny it part went about the it. Right way. No, nigga, it never worked. <laughs> it never worked because in my head, in my head, it's like, okay, I'm finna put all these plays together and it, like on some movie television shit. Like, nigga, if, if this was Fresh Prince of Bel Air, this is what Will would do. I'm gonna go, <laughs> I'm gonna go do this. Like, nigga, just to go, jump back in time. Like, this was the last time I made that kind of grand gesture to be like, all right, I'm finna do this thing and everything gonna be all right. The time I did it before was uh, in high school. I don't know why I'm telling y'all niggas all this. High school, right? And it was the relationship was over with, but I'm 17 year old Josh. See, you doing it too late. What you mean? But I don't know that. I don't know that. In my head, I'm like, all right, I fucked up. I'm ready to fix it. So I go over there, whatever. <laughs> Graduation, whatever. I done graduated. Shit done happened with me and this bitch. So I'm like, all right, I'm finna pull up at her crib. Shit, bitch, because she heard me in the past. So <laughs> this shit going down, I'm like, bet. This is what I'm about to go do. I'm about to go over her crib, pull up. My daddy had to escalate. The escalate. This this one the escalate just came out because I'm going back in time. This one the escalate. This was that bitch on the road. So I pull up to her house like, "What up? I graduated. I got my little money from my open house. I'm like, let's go kick it. Let's go do something. I let her drive my daddy truck, bro. We go. To, we, we went to some like fair, nigga. And I'm just spending money trying to win this bitch. I blew my whole. My whole open house money on this bitch, and nigga, it was still like, damn, bitch, you don't love me still. (laughs) And then in my head, it's like, fuck it, I'm about to move to Mississippi, then, bitch, (laughs) only for it to happen again. (laughs) That's because you doing it late. Those grand gestures do not work when we're already mad, when it's already over, when you've already fucked us over too much. I let her drive. She shouldn't have rolled in the Escalade, though. No. I let her drive. But in my head, it's like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we are kicking. It's like, yeah, drive my daddy truck. And this bitch wasn't the greatest on the road. So it's like, (laughs) nigga, she could have told my daddy shit up. But I remember, nigga, these things stick out in my mind, nigga. That bear really stick out in my mind because it was just just like, it it was no way you telling me, nigga, she not finna be like, oh my God, grab the bear hug, hug me. We no. fuck while the bear watch. No. We fuck while the bear watch. Have I ever rejected somebody Nigga, that bear like got that? in the car, nigga, like, damn, man. Well, that bear got in the car, like, so I guess you finna take me back. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> I told you it was gonna work, nigga. And I'll tell you what even more fucked up. Oh I'm guaranteed gosh. this nigga cannot watch the Care Bears anymore in his life oh, without thinking about not. that shit. You're right, I can't think about it. Like, I think about it now, but it's like, nigga, I'm all the way past it, though. Like, you know, nigga, it's been years, but yeah, it crossed my mind. But the funny thing about that is, bro, she hit me up years, 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 years later. Like, nigga, last year. Damn. She hit me up last year and was like, hey, I'm just reaching out to people. <laughs> 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 you see, he's still hurt. <laughs> no, I ain't hurt. No, Listen. She about to say some stupid <laughs> shit. Go ahead, wait. That I fucked up really nah, fast. This is hey. what happened, bro. She <laughs> choked <laughs> up on that people. <laughs> no, it was just funny Come to me because she hit me up on some shit like, um, I'm just reaching out to people that uh, I might have hurt my past, and she was like, she was like, I just want to say if I did anything to hurt you, I apologize. I was young, and she said I, I was just. And I, don't, I don't like a she man. Knew. He handled it like a G. Like, no, nah, we cool. I mean, I had to, cause by this time I'm fucking beautiful. 
women, nigga. I got two kids. It's like, I don't feel shit towards you at this point. Like, you see me when I come back and she work at the Walmart now. See? So it's like, you know. She saw somebody else come in with that beer like, damn. So, you know, so full, she go full circle. So, I walked in there and she was just like, I was like, man, I ain't tripping on that. But it just be like, that thing that I remember, whatever age I was, like, nigga, one day she gonna be like, nigga, I'm sorry for that. Nigga, and it happened and then you don't feel nothing from it because it's like, nigga, it just was, it was life and it happened and you can't be mad at it. We was super young when that shit happened. Mm -hmm. So, that shit was crazy. My nigga E Green said the Escalade should have did the trick. That bitch just that bitch. She was evil. E no. E G. She was evil. My nigga. You was Who put wrong. up in the caddy truck. The new boy. That nigga. Niggas. When niggas saw that truck, they was like, "Hey." They was like, "Your daddy got a truck from the uh, from the uh, auto show." Cause nigga, that was the only place nigga seen it. And when that bitch dropped, my daddy for some reason copped it. And nigga, we was on these hoes here. You were either that, in the twelve step program or selling Mary Kay. She's funny. That's funny. <laughs> But bro, that shit was that 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 shit was wild. My sister said uh, he procrastinated and waited until it was almost over. But I was young. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't know when it is. But now I'm telling you now, I know the feel. I know when it's like, all right, whatever. But nigga, when it's too late, it's too late. That is true. So you know how that go. And don't let that reject guys moving forward. When you get rejected, don't let it jade you. Like you can't allow. What jade the, mean? It's like don't let it affect how you move forward with someone else. It will. Like you can't, I can't see. But then you guys tell us we can't hold you accountable for something that happened in the past. Just because the last bitch didn't like the bear, don't mean the new bitch won't. Or just oh, because it didn't work on the last bitch. No bear. <laughs> Cause let no, me tell don't you this. Try that. Don't try that. I got nigga bears have been a symbolization of all these relationships. The last Maybe you two. You should switch to bracelets. Old girl, right? <laughs> old girl. Old girl. Bracelets. Old girl. Who uh? I let drive the caddy truck. Just going back in time. Nigga, we went to Cedar Point for okay. They didn't give us no senior trip that year. They didn't give us no senior trip that year. So they was taking the underclassmen to Cedar Point. So me and my niggas who graduated was like, fuck it, we finna go with the underclassmen to Cedar Point. So by this time, the relationship over with me, dumbass don't know. I'm thinking like, I'm a surprise her and jump up on the bus. I got my uh Michael Finley jersey on because I had a cold ass Michael <laughs> Finley jersey I bought. Shout out. So we jumped on that. That was Dallas uh Dallas Mad. Dallas so, I was say Dallas. So yeah. we sitting on the bus and she see me, she liked this over. Right. So I get on the bus. I'm like, obviously, bitch, we sit next to each other. She didn't want to sit next to me, but we sat next to each other just because she was like, whatever. My nigga sitting on the bus with his girl, who was his sister. He like, she like, fuck it. She sat with me, looking at me like, why would you come to this shit? You look lame as hell. This is how the bitch said it to me, my nigga. I'm like, bitch, because I had, bitch, whatever. I'm here. I'm kicking. I got a pocket full of money. We gonna have fun. Little did I know, the nigga that she was fucking with now was on the bus. It was oh. her best friend, cousin, nigga named Staples. Shout out to Staples. And um, I still know that nigga. We get there. We get to the Cedar Point. We walking around. Everybody kicking it. So was she walking with you? Hold on. So we at the Cedar Point. Everybody kicking it. In my head, that's the plan. So Booney with his girl, which is her sister. My nigga Bush with his girl, Mel Nevia. Everybody with their hell other. I'm walking around that bitch for like an hour. Dolo. Uh. Looking crazy. I don't went to the basketball thing. Like I'm about to win her a beer. And my jump shot was wet as fuck in high school. I wet that bitch up. Crack it. Win a big dumbass bear, bro. And I'm walking around the park with this big stupid ass bear. And my niggas was like, man, let's go walk with Josh for a little bit, man. This nigga look crazy. <laughs> and, 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 they, and they really just was kicking it with me because they wanted me to win them some beers. So they got their money and I got them a beer. Whack it, whack it. As soon as they got the beer, they went and fuck with their girl again. And then uh. nigga, they end up kicking old girl out the park. My girl, I thought at the time, because her, that nigga, and her cousin got caught smoking weed and they kicked her out. So now these hoes, these hoes on the bus. I come get on the bus or whatever. 
<laughs> I go get back on the bus. I'm like, I'm looking stupid as hell, thinking like, man, this bitch gonna feel dumb. She ain't fuck with me. Now I got this beer for her. So I give her the beer. She kind of look at it like, all right, nigga, whatever. Like she was not impressed <laughs> at all. Like this beer was fucking phenomenal. It was a big dumbass beer. But shit like that go a long way when a motherfucker care about you. <laughs> like, you like this. Like when somebody care. care about you, when, when somebody care about you, nigga, you can walk up to the bitch with a beer this big. She gonna explode with joy. Yes. When you don't care about a nigga, I brought this bitch a bear the size of Earl Boinkins, nigga. <laughs> Earl Boinkins. And she looked at me like, she looked at me like, all right, my nigga. And then uh, I, had, I brought a pillow with me. This bitch, I gave her my pillow because she wanted Why? to go to sleep. Because I'm a nigga who was a decent guy. I was like, bitch, here, you want to be comfortable? Sleep on this bear you don't give a fuck about in this pillow. I got. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, man, that's my life, though, bro. He tell us real shit. Look, that's but crazy. it's those stories that it's that those stories you are. that yeah. make you go from two from fifteen from the field to thirteen from fifteen. <laughs> yeah. from the Honestly, field. that's probably why I've been a savage for as long as I have. Like I've been that nigga, like out here, like, and it's no excuse to any woman I might have did dirty. Shout out to Rats. He said Earl Boingers. Um, but nigga, thinking back on all that shit, dog. Hey, beautiful heart. They think this shit funny. Like nigga, that shit turn you into an animal, my nigga. But all right, uh, let's. Dang, that's let, crazy. Yeah, 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 we getting to the end. Okay, yeah. so moving so, forward, I think my reflection from this is like, women, we shouldn't be so mean when rejecting. Don't be as nice as me because Evil clearly, Kari says that. Gotta that's find the balance. That's for me. That's for me. Gotta be. Gotta find but, a balance. Be nice, I think. <laughs> and men like. Learn to take rejection a little bit better. You ain't got to start calling us out our names and being all nah. rude and disrespectful when nah, we say, man. no, we're not interested. You don't know why we're not interested. Like, just take the no. Just take the no. Try to fuck her friend. Or and then when, once least... her friend found out how good your dick is and you look at her like, huh, bitch. <laughs> no. Okay, here's the thing. If you're going to approach a woman, at least introduce yourself. Because y'all don't fucking do that now. That will at least help your chances. How about you ask her her name before you just say, give me your number? So just take them two things. Tell Girl, her who I you are and ask her who she is. Strange, but let me <laughs> right. know if I'm... Thank you, Josh. But he didn't get no hoes. James Tate said... <laughs> James Tate, <laughs> hey, no. Tate, what up? Tate says that I think it's easier... Hold on. Taking uh, Okay, she said, I think it's... Talented yeah, sink. absolutely. Jay Tate is so amazing. Um, He says, I think it's easier taking rejection when she tells the truth. I work at the mall and I would see this girl every day. It took me three months to build up the confidence to talk see? to her because she worked at the mall because uh, she worked at the mall also and if I had gotten rejected I would have had to see her every mm -hmm. day and after being rejected when I finally approached her she said she only dated women I felt bad then but I feel better now because at the end of the day she, she was telling her truth well, she's not <laughs> going to hell just shut God, the fuck crazy. up we're friends on Facebook and she has lesbian and she has lesbian posted as she her status had no good dick no I way, guess it just didn't look, <laughs> she didn't like he just didn't like he just doesn't like being lied to fellas this is my rejection. this is what I want to say to y'all this is my reflection stop Thanks, building the confidence to do anything anytime you build your confidence up <laughs> them hoes tear it down <laughs> so don't man. ever build your confidence up <laughs> if it ain't if it ain't already up enough to go out of her don't build it up cause she is waiting to tear it <laughs> no. down every story I hear is like Kari said it man I just build my confidence up and then I'm like man I built my confidence up bought a bear and this nigga Jay Tay like I got a job at the mall build my confidence up and got your heart destroyed don't She's build your confidence up yeah, Take yeah, the confidence yeah, you already have but the only and give way, it to somebody. 
who who who, who it has value with. <laughs> but the only what? way you get to that point is you, you gotta, gotta get, keep trying. You gotta get shot down enough <laughs> to, to already have it ready to shoot. You know. All right, well, all right, Brie, hit us off. Uh, uh, one, uh, one more time, we are gonna shout out the uh, the black owned business. All right, so keep in mind today's black owned business is the Savannah Blue. The address is one four three one Times Square. It's in Detroit, Michigan, four eight two two six. The phone number, if you'd like to reach out to them, is three one three nine two six zero seven eight three. We great, heard that they have great, great food. Great food. Oh, you I like that place. It's uh, high-end dining. So, you know, uh, I've been Get on some... Been on some dates, outings. Yeah, <laughs> oh, outings. You want to go call it a date? It's an outing. Outings. Wow. Nigga built his confidence but, uh, up. I asked you to go to Savannah Blue. <laughs> yeah, you got to build your confidence up for that. So, How much? Like prepare, roughly, prepare financially. For like, yeah, for two. Like you looking yeah. at maybe, and then you get they got crafted cocktails. You looking at with dessert. a decent. With a decent, dessert. yeah, you looking yes, at maybe when like eighty. I go 80, on a date, I want dessert. If it's maybe dinner. like eighty bucks, you know, crazy shit. Bucks. So what? Uh, well, I don't like dinner as a first date, and I'm not crazy. Black Eyed Pea Hummus dessert. is amazing. Oh, Black Eyed Pea Hummus, oh, amazing. Good see. See, so you heard Corey, the CEO said it here first, and that nigga with all that money he got, he ain't eating nowhere. The food ain't good. <laughs> right, so make sure you guys check it out. Let's go ahead and let's bless them sometime this week or next week. Well, let's bless them, Bree. Go yeah, ahead with us. The mental health check in with Bree. Okay, okay, okay. So this day's week's mental health affirmation is: I can do anything I put my mind to, mm-hmm. which means you are in total control of how your day goes you're in total control of how your life goes like you have to be okay and you can't let what other people think of you or what they say or how they try to judge you or down you or deter you from allowing you to see your potential because everybody's not going to see your vision everybody's not going to see your plan they're not going to understand your past your passion anything like that so you can't allow someone else to tell you it's not going to work it's not good or they don't know they don't know because it's not for them to know Show them later when you succeed, and then they'll be on your dick then. Don't worry about Ooh, it. Bow. So, ring the bell for me. That was hot. I gave you a bow, but my bad. <laughs> All right, and my positive self-talk. Positive self-talk is today, I am at peace with my past. I am in love with my present. I am excited about my future. I am in control. I choose peace. I choose love, and I choose gratitude. That is my positive self-talk for today, and here is why I am so grateful for that word. Today, I bought a car, and I, I, I t- my sister takes me to get this car, and she looks at it. Everything is good. The mechanic looks at it. Everything is good. I buy the car. We leave. They tell me that it needs a sensor for the gas. It's like an O2 sensor, and that's all it needs. And I'm like, okay, fine. But I didn't think it was a big deal. The we, I go to another mechanic. He looks at it. He says, good. I go to get the sensor. For some reason, they couldn't give me the sensor. Not going to go into it. So I get the insurance, and now I'm going to Secretary of State. So I'm driving the new car to Secretary of State out in Rochester. I get to 75, exit 77, and I'm coming off, and the car cuts off. Mm. Like, when I say the car cut off, I'm frantic. I'm in a new car. I don't have my charger. My phone is on 3%, and now the battery is dead. I'm upset. I am mad. I'm I'm furious. I'm calling the reschedule. I'm calling the girl so she can reschedule my appointment. I'm trying to call my sister so she knows how to find me because I don't have a phone or a charger at this point. And then I send her a text message like I'm literally on exit 77. Just go to Rochester. I'll be there. And I get off the phone. It dies. I'm sitting there. And at first I'm like, oh, my God, why is this happening to me? And then I had to remember that I am in control. Mm hmm. 
I have to take care of me and I have to not feel like woe is me and I have to find something positive about this situation. So I get out the car, I sit on the trunk and I start saying, I'm so happy, grateful and thankful. I'm so happy, grateful and thankful. I got a car. I even made it this far. Shit, earlier this morning, I didn't even have a car. It's okay. Someone knows where I am. I am safe. It is broad daylight. I am in good health. I am so happy, grateful, and thankful. And I was just saying it over and over and over again, over and over and over again. And I started to just breathe because you got to remember when your anxiety spikes to breathe. So I'm sitting there, I'm breathing. I'm saying my little mantra about how I'm so grateful and thankful that I even got a car to sit on. Lo and behold, I'm out there an hour. People are riding by me off the off the exit. No one has stopped. No one has said anything. I am visi- visibly a small framed female sitting on a car on the side of the road. Nobody says shit to me. Had a fat ass. Shut the fuck up, dog. <laughs> so then he gonna leave my ass alone. So then I start praying, and I was like, you know what, Lord? Just send somebody with a car charger that I can plug into the the the, the lighter. So I can just charge my phone to get in touch with my sister. Lord, please send somebody with a charger. Lord, please send somebody with a charger. Within five minutes, mm. swear to God. Won't he do it? This man, an older man, didn't even speak English good. Won't he do it? Pulls over and he says, little mama, what's wrong with it? Little mama. <laughs> and I was like, the battery died, but would you happen to have a car charger? He was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, the one that plugs into the lighter. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, can I borrow it? Can I have it? Can I buy it? You know, he's like, no, 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 I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. But what's wrong with the car? I was like, man, the battery died. He was like, let me hear it. So I turn it. He's like, baby, the battery didn't die. You're out of gas. I'm like, no, 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 no. The, the thing says that I've got gas in it. He was like, I don't care what it says. Just because it says it doesn't mean it's true. Mm. Like, and I'm like, what? He was like, let me put some gas in it. He walks to his van and pulls out a gas tank full of gas. Who's riding around with gas in their trunk? Him. Him for me. Because Jesus. God sent him to me. Jesus. He comes to me. He puts the gas in the car. I don't know if I accept him as my savior, my friend, but I feel you. He puts it in the gas tank, and he goes, start it up. Start it right up. I was like, oh, my God. I started crying immediately. He's like, no, don't cry. God bless you. God bless you. I'm like, no, you are my blessing. I said, I've been out here an hour. Not one person has stopped. Soon as I prayed for one person to stop with just the charger, God not only sent me the charger, but he sent me the charger and the gas to get off the side of the road. He followed me to the gas station, bought me something to drink because he thought it was too hot, and then waited for me to pump the gas, offered to buy the gas. Waited till I pumped it to make sure that it started up and that I was safe. When I say, see, you have to be grateful for the moment that you are in. Yes, Lord. You have control. Mm -hmm. Like, you cannot allow the negative to be all that you see. I sat out there for an hour, and after the first five minutes, I gave it to God. And I was like, I'm just happy, grateful, and thankful. Mm -hmm. And the whole situation turned around and worked in my favor, and I got my SOS appointment changed. You sounded like J. Bell is back in the field. I'm telling you, like, the the ability to manifest... The things that you desire and to be okay in that moment is it's amazing. And that's why today's affirmation and positive self-talk was so important to me, because in the past, in my past, I would have been like, oh, my God, I cannot believe this. This shit always keep happening because now I'm throwing out those negatives and now things are going to continue to happen. But when I decided to just give it up, give it up, give it up and say, you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay. This is okay. I'm going, I am okay in this moment. I am so grateful. 
the sun is shining. Yeah. I got money in my pocket. Uh-huh. I probably can't use the phone, but I got one. I'll be okay. It was amazing. You look like, at everything in a positive spin. Right. So mm-hmm. tips and helpful tools to help you with your depression. Things that always make me feel good is dancing. Whenever I'm in the mode, I cut my music on. I dance around my house. But per preferably in a t-shirt and pennies with this little bitty ass that Josh seems to think is the reason I mean, why I can't find a man. you the one said you were sitting on the side of the road with a small frame. <laughs> so. Small frame, yes. And another thing that you can do is read a book. Today, I have started rereading The Secret because I love the um, the ability to manifest and believe and, and to change your shift of thinking, your shift of speaking, and to remove certain things like don't, want, can't, nope. Uh, like when you oh, when you wish something in a negative context, then the negative comes to you like, oh, I don't want to be late, or I hope I'm not late. You're, you're saying late, late, late. So that's what's going to happen. You're going to be late. But if you say, oh, I'm going to be on time. Today, I'm going to be on time. You, you're changing that narrative in your mind. And that is so, so important. And another thing that you can do is try yoga. I used to do a five-minute bed yoga every morning. I kind of fell out, but I'm going to get back into get it. So you guys do it, too. Stretch that ass out. Right, Josh? Get to that yoga. Stretch out. <laughs> do it. Russell right, Simmons, again, do it. And again, keep in mind, we are going to continue to pump Inception Mental Health Gym. The address is 31410 Northwestern Highway Suite G. So once they open back up, Josh is going to pick one lucky person. And he is going to take you on a y'all. tour. Take y'all down there and get y'all brains trained and all that. Hey, some people commented on here, Bree. They, uh, first of all, somebody said, uh, what they say? Somebody said, I want to help take her braids down. That nigga really want to love you. <laughs> and then somebody said, hey. wow. And then well, I guess they answered the question about who running walk around with uh, with, uh, with gas in their car. Somebody said a nigga finna commit arson. Right. So, and, and, and then, mind it. you, it was a white man. So, normally, white man, small girl, your mind immediately think, I'm about to get. Put in the cabinet Man, and then I'm they're about to here. sell you. Wayfair they, I'm on Wayfair. You. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but man, when I say I wasn't even afraid. But you, but you, like you said, you already put it out there. God was with you, so it wasn't nothing finna happen. You was protected, and you damn near got a whole new car out of that nigga. Like you, it's good people out here in the world. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like a lot of those people watch you just, and they didn't. Even right now, like who's stopping their car doing all this and being like, I'm finna help a stranger, not knowing if you got the COVID or yeah. not knowing if you crazy or not knowing if they crazy. But that happened, and that put you in a. It just lets you know that it's still good people out here. Somebody said they wanted to take her to a restaurant. Oh yeah, uh, my nigga Trav said he wanted to get on you, so I'ma set that. Up up somehow some way but, uh, and that has been your mental health check-in bam so she cut you off that fast no 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 josh is josh said he was gonna hook that up yeah. josh knows i gotta type yeah, he's we, gonna tell you whether we it's gonna set that up so let's bang this out because i want to do this for this day mm-hmm. uh oh yeah but uh oh yeah yeah basically if i uh could any advice to 70 year old josh i would tell that nigga hey bro when it's uh it's over let it go you know what I'm saying, nigga? Don't try to make it no grand gesture. Don't try to pull no uh, no rabbit out the hat, my nigga. It ain't no magic in the world that's going to stop it. Like I said, when a woman's fed up, R. Kelly said, no matter how you beg her, nigga, it ain't nothing you can do about it. She was raised in Illinois, right outside of Chicago. <laughs> Some of the best cooking you ever had. Yes, it was. But, nigga, when it ain't there no more, it ain't there no more. So, hey, nigga, let it go. Don't buy no more bears for these motherfuckers. Build a bear or nothing bear-like, nigga. Bree, you got something? Oh, uh, Bree, seventeen-year-old self, baby, learn to swim. There you go. She learn to swim. I, I still don't know how. Maybe I should tell my my thirty-eight-year-old self, Bree, you should. You can learn start, Car. You got anything for seventeen-year-old Car Fraser? Man, take more shots, approach more women, so that you can get <laughs> ready for the rejection and get Bless better you. at it. Bam, let it go. All right, man. So, uh, Josh, where are you performing on the nineteenth? Uh, the nineteenth, I'm over at uh uh, I'm with Trav somewhere. 
Oh my God. I'm at Open Mic Jam. It's on Eight Mile, just, just uh, south of Schaefer. I think you can smoke weed in there. It's going to be socially distanced. And we're going to have a good time. We're going to do comedy. I'm going to talk shit. Sounds I might like tell some more stories. And we're going to have fun in there, man. That's all I got going on 19. All right. And what's your social media, Kari? Oh, uh, go to Kari Frazier on Instagram. Kari Frazier on IG. Bree. All right. And if you guys want to find me, you can find me on Instagram at PoeticBree313. You can find me on Facebook at Shabri Poetic Bree Farrell or become a fan of Poetic Bree. And if you're feeling friendly, go ahead and hit that cash app, which is dollar sign Bree Fallon, B-R-E-E-F-A-L-O-N. Thanks for tuning in, man. We'll be back on Friday. I don't know what the topic is, but we'll have it by tomorrow. Y'all be cool. Take Peace. It easy. Uh, uh. Ah, You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.